If you want to hear more about Cornish football, you've come to the right place. From the Southern League to the Trelawney. We've got you covered. Hello to you all. It's the 10th of September 2021 and it's a Friday, which means we've got a new Rapper and Deeks Friday fix for you. I'm Deeks and hopefully he's waiting to talk. Come in, Rappo. Afternoon, Deeks. Episode 124, mate. One, two, four, right. One, two, four. We're still here, mate. We're still here. <laughs> yeah, no one's, no one's removed us yet, so... No, not yet, mate. <laughs> right. Your Cornish podcast. So, what have you been up to? Yeah, plenty of football deeks and that, mate, yeah. Um, enjoyable game last night, I thought, mate, wasn't it? Down at Bickland, former. Mm-hmm. Against Penryn, enjoyed that, mate. Nice to see F Troop in full flow, Deeks. Mm-hmm. All that colour behind the goal. Great crowd, mate, wasn't it? Was it 400 and, well, nearly 500, mate, yeah. with the kids Four, coming six, in for free, Deeks, wasn't it? 465, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, what a crowd, mate, for a yeah. for a midweek misty evening, Deeks, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it was that misty, Deeks. I was a bit worried about it for a minute, weren't you? Yeah, it, it sort of came in midway through the first half, didn't it? And I did wonder at one yeah. stage if if it got any worse. But um, I think it was obviously a lot better out on the pitch than it was on the touchline, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's it, mate. As long as the players are all right, mate, isn't it? And the ref and everything, mate. I suppose that's the main thing, really, isn't it? As long as the the lads playing can see the ball and everything, that's you know a bit difficult for us, I suppose, on the far side, wasn't it? Sort of trying to watch right across the pitch, but. No, good game, Diggs. Yeah. Um, watched a couple of games as well. What did I go? Oh, yeah, last Saturday, Diggs was good, mate. Penryn Camelford, good game. Mm-hmm. Penryn missed another penalty, mate. Yeah, the story <laughs> of the missing penalties. Unbelievable, mate. Bit of a jinx now, mate. Bit of a jinx, I think. But, um, yeah, what about yourself, mate? You had a good week? Yeah, I took in, obviously, I was at Helston last Saturday. Um, well, funny old game, really. Not one I particularly enjoyed no. commentating on because it d- didn't seem to be a, a great deal of goldmouth action but uh, Helston eventually came through won that one 2-0 um, and yeah. I wasn't able to make a game on Tuesday so uh, snap like you I was at the Bickland Park one on on Wednesday so um, let's talk about what's coming up shall we or next week exactly mate yeah we kick off our interviews with uh, Cam Weldon he brings us up to date with Truro City yeah, it was another good weekend for Truro, Dave. It was one that I think overall that Paul Watton will be really happy with. Um, a win against Exmouth in the FA Cup, 3-1 win. It was one where I think Truro completely dominated proceedings. It could have been a lot more, but um, they took their foot off the gas a little bit second half, which is to be expected. But um, yeah, first half, they sort of... Well, it's good to get a monkey off our back, really, and get get the win at Belifo, which has been something that's been... Obviously, we've not been able to do so far um, competitively and uh, really well-taken goals. I think the, all, three, all three, in fact, all four of them had the Exmouth goal as well. Superb goals, all of them. Um, the first one was a great move, great header from Rocky Neal, just does what he does best and he for someone who's not very tall, Dave, he's so, so good in the air and he he's, he just scores goals for fun, Rocky, and 
Um, yeah, credit to him. It was a great header. And uh, Ryan Brett then scored a brilliant second. It was more of a team goal. Um, Zach Hartley, uh, Brett himself, Tyler all linking up and Rio Garside as well. And it was a back heel from Ty to Zach. And Zach just pulled it across goal. And Ryan just, a lot of players probably just would have taken the shot there and then. And just like literally keeper probably would have saved it. But it's the height he's added to it. He's taken it first time and he's put it right into the roof of the net. The goalkeeper just stood there and watched it go in. And the third goal is just a moment of, I think Paul Watton described it. It's just a moment of magic and it is just a bit of, bit of brilliance that not many players can do Tyler Harvey's just chested the ball down facing away from goal and he's just turned and smashed it into the far top corner so um, a fantastic goal and Unfortunately, one that um, we didn't actually have the game filmed, which is the, the one of the only games this season probably won't be filmed. And ironically, we score some amazing goals, which is frustrating. But it, it's one of those; it happens. But um, yeah, it was a. I think the Exmouth goal second half. They they gave it a good go. Exmouth fair play to them. They didn't give up, and um, a bit of luck with a strike that took a. Well, was a bloke just decided to put his laces through it and took a little deflection, but. Tammy no chance really from the distance and not expecting it It was a really good strike so they got the goal and they won the second half but it was one where I think Truro almost it was never in doubt really it was one of those games I think as soon as Truro won one the lap it was almost game over there and then but um, yeah no it was a good performance and that's the point in the FA Cup is to get through to the next round which they did so and then the draw on Monday, which was you're hoping, come on, we'll get let's let's get another home draw somewhere local, and we go and get a National League South team who've they've just come in this round, and it's Hungerford and it's away, so um, yeah, a, a long trip on a Saturday, but it's one that I think we're used to it. I think that's the positive of Truro and. Um, Hungerford are a team we beat them 4-0 in the FA Cup at this stage last year um, so we're not going to read too much into that obviously we were four games into our season and Hungerford hadn't even started that was their first so um, you, fitness levels and stuff would have applied but yeah it's one we've got we can take confidence in that game but we're not going to read too much into it because it's again it's a different year different team whole new situation scenarios so yeah it'll be good to go up there I think Tyler Harvey will be looking to add to his tally I think the last time we went to Hungerford he scored four in one game so I'm sure he'll be looking for more of the same um, at Bullpit Lane but yeah it was, it's it's not the best draw but it's one that like there's nothing you can do about it and we we have to prepare for that and look we look forward to it it's another another tough game but before that we've got um, and a, a couple of games we've got Beaconsfield this Saturday which is one where they're another and this is going to be another tough game at Belifo but one that I'm hoping we will be hoping to get our first um, league win of the season there it's not going to be an easy game as I said but it'll be an opportunity now to really try and kick on that hopefully use that Exmouth game as a confidence booster and we should be full of confidence going to that and hopefully try and get our first um, competitive goals or first uh, league goals at Belifo and hopefully our first league win that's the aim and there's no straight after that yate away on the Tuesday night in the league so it's um right back into the thick of it after a which has probably been quite nice to have a rare couple, a couple of weeks rest with only the one game and plenty of training sessions and stuff. So it'd be nice to have the rest and then go straight back into it, which I think we're all looking forward to. Um, there's the Youth Cup as well on the Wednesday. So plenty of plenty going on at Truro at the moment. Um, the boys are going to take on Barnstable, the youngsters. Um, Barnstable under-18s at Belifo. It's going to, I believe it's going to be Wednesday, um, next Wednesday. And it's uh, one that you look at and you think, 
oh God, they've done, they did so well last year, and they 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 played well against Elberton, but they did manage to scrape through three two. It wasn't convincing in the end, but um, yeah, they're facing a Barnstable team who beat Stoke Gabriel twenty nil. Right, listen, that twenty nil is something you don't say very often, but so they're obviously going to be a good side. Um, so it's another tough game for them for those boys. So yeah, it's going to be a bit of an action packed week. Um, I'll, I'll urge supporters remember there is the offer of um, we have like a September saver deal at the club this year so or this um, month so anyone who wants to uh, come and watch our free home games of this, this season so it's Beck, starting on Beaconsfield on Saturday and then we've got um, Chesham on the 25th and then 28th is Dorchester you can watch all three of those games for 15 quid so um, works out a fiver a game it's a real a bargain really and um, it's one where take advantage of it there's a free coach from Truro to all of those games as well so um, for 15 quid you're getting free seven league games of football and free travel so um, yeah it's a, a very good offer um, you can book those on the Truro website or go onto any of our social medias there's links on all of them so um, yeah hopefully if you were fancy watching the White Tigers this month, uh, book your tickets. And uh, yeah, the and I remember Dave asked me to mention about the uh, our review show. Unfortunately, there isn't one this week. Um, if you haven't guessed that already, without any footage from Exmouth, we haven't really got too much to uh, pad it out with. But no, we've got um, there'll be some interviews next week, and we'll have all the we'll have all the goals from the Beaconsfield game, hopefully the Yate game and the Youth Cup game. So we'll be back next week um, with a review show on our YouTube channel that I've put together. So I've enjoyed doing that, and yeah, it's just been another another busy week with Truro, and hopefully another well, hopefully when you look in, we speak in seven days' time, Dave. Hopefully another successful week and uh, six points in the bag, which I'm sure. Oh, and progression to the FA Youth Cup um, second round qualifying. So yeah, hopefully. Uh, all being well, we'll speak again next week and we'll be in good spirits. Your Cornish Yep, thanks to Cam. Uh, now, first of all, Rapper, he's had a quiet week. He's he's not doing the uh, the weekly review because they haven't got any film footage, basically, and obviously they didn't have any midweek games. So uh, he's, well, probably been at home putting his feet up, I would have thought. Yeah, nice for Cam to chill out, mate. He's a he's a busy Truro City man, mate. Isn't he? Yeah. Nice for him to take a been plenty of international football on the telly to watch, sticks, isn't there? That's true. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. But he's um, been busy. yeah, he's he's going to be a bit busier this week, though. Uh, what have we got? We've got on Saturday Beaconsfield at uh, at home, and then uh, Tuesday, like yeah. you said, um, away to Yate Town. And then, of course, yeah. the county, uh, not the county, the FA Youth Cup competition, which the under-18s are in. Now, Barnstable beat Stoke Gabriel 20 goals to nil. Does that mean <laughs> yeah. Barnstable are very good or Stoke Gabriel, well, yeah. not very good? Yeah, I think it's probably the latter, Deeks, isn't it? <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think Stoke will be very good, mate. Poor old Stoke Gabriel, Deeks, they took a bit of a hammering, aren't they, over their various teams, haven't they, yeah, that's over, the, over the last few years, but... Yeah, I don't think City can um, worry too much about that, mate. You know, just uh, just got a cup tie in it. Dicks go into it, mate, and you know, obviously give it everything to get through to the next round, don't they? I suppose they'll uh, get a good measure of the opposition. Usually, after about ten, fifteen minutes, you know what you're up against, Dicks, don't you? Yeah, I was just I was just wondering what the team talk might be like before the game. I mean, if if you look at previous results, and you think, oh, yeah. blimey, you know, we've got to go. You know, we've got to be. 
switched on here, but um, yeah, it'd be interesting to, to hear what the management at True Under 18s uh, say to their lads. I think it was last week. Was it last week or the week before? I had a bit of a moan that they weren't playing in Cornwall. Um, yeah. Well, I did have a response from someone connected with yeah. the, the team there, and um, to quote. The rules for the FA Youth Cup state we have to play at the first team's home ground unless we apply for for dispensation. Obviously, big clubs ask for this so that you don't have to open 60,000-seater stadiums. We did consider playing at a ground in Cornwall, but had to commit to remain at that ground for the competition. It's a midweek competition, so South West Peninsula League Club would have to agree to having us regardless of weather and their own midweek stroke Saturday fixtures. One of those that sounds simple, but uh, until you sit down with a groundsman, it's not. So uh, that was the response I got. Um, I still think, personally, you know, it's only a game every sort of couple of weeks. I'm sure there would have been yeah. some clubs that would have been happy to have, uh, to host the game. But there you go. That's uh, That came back to me after yeah. I moaned about it. So... Uh, Thank you for that response. Yeah, we'll be looking out to see how the, they get on. Now, Yate Town in midweek, Tuesday. I was just having a quick look, see where they are on the table. Yeah. And they are sort of just above mid-table. I mean, obviously, early days, um, They've only everyone's only played five games in the Southern League um, Premier South. So, uh, Truro's still got to get going, though, haven't they? Yeah, they have a bit, Dix, haven't they? I, I was going to say, Dix, I played at Yate, mate, for Formouth and the FA Fast. Dix is the biggest pitch I've ever played on, mate, in my life. All right. Yeah, they reckon that, that yeah, that apparently the measurements, mate, was slightly bigger than Wembley. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, it's the widest pitch, Dix, I've ever ever played on. It was it was ridiculous. I, I was going to say, I, I don't, you know, fancy the City lads, mate, having to play a midweek there after a Saturday is, uh, it'll certainly take out their legs, I reckon, mate, if it's still the same size as it was back then, but what, what, massive. Yeah, whilst we're talking about um, big pitches, I did see, did you see uh, yeah. Levi Landrecum commented that Gala Park down at Port 11 is probably uh, one of the oh, biggest yeah, pitches he did, he's played he? on, yeah. Yeah, that's a big pitch as well, isn't it, mate? Gala Park, isn't it? Wide. Isn't it a wide one? Yeah, I think it's also yeah. because there's so much space around the ground as well, or around the pitch, isn't there? You know, you've got a fair True. fair bit before you hit the slope or a fair bit before you, you're in the stand on the yeah. on the you know, roadside. So um it's it's True. just a big ground itself, isn't it? So, yeah, it's right. it is, mate, isn't it? Yeah. Shame about Blakey Dicks, talking of Paul Flevin. Uh what what would that be? Well he stepped down, mate, Blakey. Right, that's definite, is it? Is it? I don't know, mate. I read it somewhere. So <laughs> you read it? not in the sun, was yeah, it? I read that somewhere last night, mate. Um, yeah. Is it not official? Uh, well, I have heard. I have heard that he has, yeah. but uh, I haven't actually seen it anywhere official. Um, yeah, but, uh, I think it was Blakey's statement, mate. I, I think he said it's with regret he's got to stand down. Oh right. Yeah, where did I see that, mate? Where did I see that? Um, I don't want to bang on too much about it, Dates, case Blakey's still there, mate. Yeah. But, but I'm pretty sure he's left, yeah, pretty sure he's left, mate, which is a shame. Yeah, you're dead right, uh, Rappu. Um, statement put out, well, yeah. presumably put out everywhere, but this is, uh, I found it on Twitter. Statement from Blakey regarding his role as first team manager. It is, it is with regret due to unforeseen circumstances I will be stepping down as first team manager with immediate effect, but will be continuing my active role within the youth setup. 
I would like to thank everyone for their support, especially my players who I love. I would like to wish them and the club all the best for the future. So, uh, mm, um, yeah. he's been, well, see, he's been there about three years, hasn't he? So, um, yeah, say that, mate. Because you see, he was a, well, a blue, wasn't he? A true blue, Blakey, mate. He housed him through and through and sort of went over the port, mate. I'd, and yeah, bless him, mate. Well, who's uh, going to take over that job then? Yeah, it, well, nice job for someone, Deeks, isn't it? Great club, mate. Port. Yeah, there you Lovely go. Lovely club. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not not from up boy, Deeks. A bit of a trek, mate. Right. Boy to Port Levin. But now you got Vidal there, mate. you got some characters there, mate, haven't you, at Port? So. And a lovely ground, like 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 Levy says, mate, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. So. Right, yeah. um, just one final thing on the old Tour of City uh, front, and just to remind everyone that today, if you're listening to this on Friday, uh, you've still got a chance to take up that £15 saver offer that the club's doing, the three games in, in September. Free bus ride to Plymouth um, and admission for the three games at a total price of £15, one five. Yeah. That cannot be cheaper anywhere else, can it, Rappo? Nah, it's brilliant, really, Deeks, isn't it? When you think to watch that level of football and you're getting a lift there as well, isn't you? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't scoff at that, mate, can you? Five or a game no. to watch that. So brilliant. There you go. go to the True City website or the Pirates. It's probably on the Pirates website as well and you can find out all the information about it. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix. Next, we go on to the Western League. Now, no Carl Wiesman this week as he's enjoying a, a break. Um, but a good week for our sides, really. Rapper wins on Saturday for Helston. 2-0 yeah. against Cadbury Heath. Uh, Mosel won the All Cornish Affair against Millbrook 5-1. And, uh, well, look at um, the results that Sword Ash United have picked up recently. Uh, after their sort of yeah. um, a couple of defeats, they beat Buckland 3-2 on Saturday. And Wednesday evening... They won 2-1 at Exmouth, so um, no, no complaints with that. No, Dane's, um, Dane's beer, mate, will be tasting a bit sweeter this week, mate, won't it? Yeah. I think, after those two, two brilliant results, really, Deeks, isn't it? Buckland and Exmouth away, mate, that's, that's a brilliant six points, that is, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So, do you think, right. going back to Dane and his beer, do you think he's a, a yeah. bitter man or a lager man? Well, I don't know really, mate. He's, he's still a young man, Dane. And he, I reckon he's been brought up on lager, like you, mate. Mm. I think Dane's probably a lager man. I reckon. Could well be an acquired one, mate. <laughs> I reckon he's he might be a bit of a rattler man. <laughs> oh, right. Right. <laughs> nah, no, nah, mate. I don't, I don't know, mate. Yeah, there's so many out there now, isn't there? So many different beers and lagers, mate. Isn't there? Yeah. Right. So many, the, yeah. the the other midweek results. Um, well, Millbrook went down three one at home to Buckland, and uh, Helston won up at Tavistock three two. So, so let's yeah. um, just hear a little bit more about that game. Um, as I said, three two victory at Tavistock, which was uh, a very good result. Uh, here's striker Stu Baker. Well, we're talking to you, Stu, the day after you won three two at Tavistock, uh, and in which you scored two goals. I did indeed, yeah, yeah, I did. I got, I got two, two goals that last night, yeah. Well, talk us through them. How did they go in? Were they thirty-five yarders or two footers? Uh, no, not, <laughs> not as, not as quite as, uh, quite as far out as the, uh, as the Mauser one. Um, but uh, first one was a, first one was a free kick. Um, it was about twenty, twenty-five yards out, I guess. 
Um, and then second one was a little bit of a fox in the box goal. Um, Turns put a great ball across for me, um, and I've managed to get him between the two two centre halves and uh, and get get it over the line. So yeah, yeah, two different goals. And in well, by all understanding, a, a good win. Oh yeah, it was it was by I'd say it's by far our most uh, our, our, our most fluent performance of the season. To be fair, um, it was I, I generally don't think anyone can say they they didn't play well for us last night. It was a it was a proper proper team performance. It was a, it was a great win. And to be honest, um, you might have seen on, on social media and stuff that even Stuart Edson said it himself. Three two absolutely flattered them last night. It could have uh-huh. quite easily been four five one. Oh, and right. it would, and it wouldn't have looked. Uh, it wouldn't. That result would not have would not have flattered us. Mm. So what's that takes takes you on the fourth in the table? Well, I know it's early days, but um, got to be happy with that, I guess. Yeah, fourth in the table. I think we've got a couple of games in hand as well, yeah. so uh, I think we can go get up, get up to second if we win our games in hand. Um, but yeah, obviously, you know, it's, it's early days, but you know, certainly from. From the results we've had so far, we we, we you know we, we think we we can do we can do something special this year for sure. Who's been the best opposition you've seen so far? Um, in terms of in terms of going forward, um, you know, bit and bit. Obviously, we played bit and last Saturday, didn't we? And they, you know, they they were they were a good side. They you know they punished you def- uh, defensive mistakes. Um, you know, we we had an off day. We weren't very good that day. Um, uh, and they did punish us, um, but yeah, I'd probably say Bitten have Bitten have sent the benchmark. But then you know they go and beat us, which you'd say is a, is, is a very good result. Uh, and then they go and lose against Brislington. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So it, there's been some funny results so far, and I, I, I have kind of always said so, to, to a few of the younger lads that you know losing against Bitten at home will, will not define our season because I think you know the top six, seven, eight sides will all take points off each other. It's those, you know, it's those bottom run of teams that you know you've got to try and be consistent against and, and try and take six points out of six against them because everyone will take points off each other at the top. It's about being consistently beating those those lower league sides. To be fair. Yeah, and what about you yourself? I mean, you're now on to um, well, you're leading goal scorer for the club after nine games. Um, yeah, which, um, which includes FA Cup, but um, that's not bad, is it? No, no, well, I, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm in, a, I'm, and I'm in a pretty uh, good run of form at the minute. Um, yeah, just obviously I'm feeling fit, sharp. Obviously, worked very hard to to get my fitness levels to where they are at the minute. Um, and obviously my, my game's kind of reaping the reward of that at the minute, and yeah, I'm, I'm scoring scoring quite freely at the minute, which is a which is always nice as a striker. Um, I'm sure I'm sure my barren spell will come in at some some point of the season. <laughs> I've just got to hopefully narrow that down to a couple of games if if it does happen. But at the minute, I'm just I'm happy to be scoring goals and helping the team out to wins. And you've been involved in every game, but not always starting. So are you happy <laughs> with that? Um, obviously, everyone wants to play every game, Dave. Um, you know, uh, I think that I think the thing for strikers is is very much you know when you're in good form, you want to be you, you want to be playing. Um, but you know, I, I think you know one of the games, obviously the fitting game that I was that I was on the bench. You know, we have three games in five days, so I, I did kind of know that I'd probably be on the bench for one of those. Um, I probably didn't expect to be on the bench opening day of the season, but you know, it's it's 
it's a it's a long season. Um, I'm sure I'll be on the bench again at some point. Um, so yeah, it's, and like I say, we have got a very 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 talented squad, um, uh, and there's you know a, a lot of players that are all rightfully wanting to start. You know, to, to, I think turns last night was was absolutely superb. To be fair, I thought he, I thought he was brilliant. We licked up really well. Set me up for my for my second goal. Probably if on another night he could have had a couple himself. So yeah, I, I think you know, and obviously Vili's come in, started really well. Uh, I think he's got three goals in four games. So yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to have options up there for Matt, for Mass and Robbo. I'm sure. Um, I've just got to keep making sure that. I'm putting my putting my name forward and and um, and getting on the side by scoring goals and and helping the team to wins. If I'm not scoring, I need to be assisting. Yeah, I haven't seen it mentioned anywhere, but um, Helston had a penalty, didn't they? Helston did have a penalty last night. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd come off by that point. It was like 15 minutes to go, so I came off. Um, Harrison came on to kind of like put five men in the middle of the park. Um, and then we got penalty. Bill got taken down. Um, Bill, to be fair, Bill's are our normal penalty takers. To be fair, and every penalty I've seen him take, he scored. So <laughs> it was, it was a bit. It was, uh, you know, I, I didn't expect him to miss. To be fair, but you know, every everyone misses penalties. It's about, about having the confidence to step up and take the next one. To be fair. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so you move on to Saturday, Canesham. Now you've beaten them once already this season. Um, I mean, on paper, it looks as if it should be another victory. Yeah, as I say, like there's there's no easy games in the Western League, and obviously Canesham, you know, I think we only won, yeah, we won three two up there, and and they, you know, they they pushed us right to the end. I think, you know, when we when we we went one 0 up, and then um and then they we conceded straight after, which we've had a nasty habit of doing so far this season of conceding goals straight after we've scored. Um, I think we've done it in three or four games now, so we just, you know, if we can cut out cut out that happening. Um, you know, and, and just and like I say, we need to be consistent. Um, that Canesham at home is a is a side we should be looking to beat, and that, that's no disrespect to Canesham whatsoever. But because um, they are a good side, and you know they play to their capabilities and they play to their strengths very well. But you know, we you know if we play well uh, and if we play anything like we played against Tavistock last night, um, then you know we should we should have a, should have enough to get another three points. Um, it's like Robbo said after the game, three points away at Tavi means absolutely nothing um, if we don't follow it up with, a, with another good performance on Saturday. Yeah, that's true. And are you going to start or not? Uh, no idea. No idea. <laughs> uh, when uh, when do the players find out at Helston? Is it literally sort of 30 minutes yeah, before kick-off or what? Yeah, so about an hour, hour and a half before the game, we, we find out the team. We find out the team. I know some teams have... Have, um, have started doing it on the Friday nights and stuff, but uh, as far as I'm aware, uh, you know, I've never been involved with a side that doesn't do it on a, do it on a Saturday afternoon. I mean, I've, I'm, some, some, I mean, I've played for a couple of teams that have um, have done it literally like 15, 20 minutes before kickoff. Um, <laughs> that's that's not for me. I like to know, you know, what's happening and where, you know, get my get my head into the right place. No one wants to find out 15 minutes before kickoff that are on the bench. That's that's for sure. But so yeah. Um, I'll find out Saturday. Hopefully, I've done enough to to get myself back in the side. Um, but you know, we'll have to wait and see. Right, we will wait and see. Thanks very much, Joe. Um, well, see you Saturday. Yeah, see you Saturday, Dave. Cheers, buddy. Your Cornish, Cornish podcast. Yeah, thanks to Stu there for having a quick word with us uh, this Saturday. 
the fixtures for our Cornish clubs at Mousel are away to Cadbury Heath. Um, now, Cadbury Heath, actually, when they played at Helston last Saturday, I was expecting Helston to to win that game fairly convincingly, but yeah. Cadbury Heath actually gave them a game, so that'll be interesting to see how Mousel do with that one. Um, if you look at the league table, yeah. Cadbury Heath 16th, Mousel 15th, so um, it's a vital win for either side, really, so... Uh, they're up there yeah. for that one. Um, Helston at home to Canesham, who they've already, as we heard from Stu Backer, they already, Helston have already beaten Canesham this season in the earlier league fixture. And Millbrook home to Clevedon. No game for Salt yeah. and League because they're playing in the FA Vars. But um, Millbrook, they'll need to win this one, won't they, against Clevedon, I think? Yeah, I think so, Dukes. It's a winnable one as well, isn't it? Cleveland 13th, mate, isn't they? Yeah. Millbrook down 17th. So, yeah, it'd be nice to sort of beat them and leapfrog them in the table sort of thing, Dukes, wouldn't it? I think. Yeah. be interesting yeah. looking at some of the attendances. Um, I'm just looking Millbrook for their midweek match against yeah. Buckland. They had 57 for that game. Um, Jesus. Helston last Saturday, Cabri Heath, 115. Mm. You know, it's, it's not very many, is it, really? So, um, no, the interest no, of the Western League hasn't yet uh, filtered through to the terracing by this, by the looks of things. No, no, I suppose, I don't know. I suppose Bournemouth are a rare breed, Deeks, aren't they? But when you, like last night, I suppose it's a local derby, but when you're looking at 465, mate, for a good old Cornish local derby, and you're getting crowds like, 57, mate, at Millbrook, I suppose. Like you say, mate, I suppose the imagination for the Western League might not have really kicked in yet, Dix, is it, maybe? No, like you say. that's right. I mean, just looking yeah. at some of the uh, Southwest Peninsula crowds this uh, this month, just in September, uh, yeah. midweek, Newquay against Camelford, 219, St. Blasey against Penzance, 127. Um, Saturdays don't seem to be so good. Newquay against Penzance. Now, that's interesting. They had 219 midweek, and for Penzance last Saturday, yeah. they had 84. So, uh, okay. yeah. yeah. Last Saturday's yeah. last Saturday's best crowd in the um, West Division was uh, Waybridge against Falmouth, 206. Now, obviously, uh, mm. boosted one, assumes, with the, uh, the F Troop. So, uh, yeah, yeah, they're brilliant, mate, and they Where, wherever they go, mate, they just, just bring a bit of colour and a bit of occasion, mate, don't they? To uh, I tell you what, Dick, there's a lot to be said in there for these Friday night games, mate. Do, do you think, mate, maybe we could chuck in a Thursday night game as well? <laughs> some of these teams, so, you know, I know you don't want to overdose people on it, but but like I think. A lot of people say it'd probably be the only game on, wouldn't it? On the th- you never see games on a Thursday night. I know it's close to Saturday and everything, mate. But that's your problem, do you think? Cl- yeah, that's the only thing, so isn't it, play mate? On but a Thursday, are you suggesting they would play on a Saturday or or what? I think so, mate. Or or maybe try. I know Phil's job's hard enough as it is, mate, isn't it? But I think he's got that. He he mentioned that case. Um, already, didn't he? With Weybridge Deeks are playing on a Thursday and a Saturday, aren't they? Or was it a. No, no, no. What no, are they, no. mate? They're playing on the Friday and they've got a game on the Wednesday before that. But, um, so only a... Oh, that's it. Wednesday yeah. and Friday, yeah. I knew it was two games in three days. That's right, mate. So it's really no different to that, mate, is it? 
Thursday night and a Saturday. That's no. two games in three days, isn't it? Yeah. So, so you could I just, have, just... instead of the instead of the the Tuesday or Wednesday fixture, just slide it back a day or two to the Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just just thinking of clubs like you know, obviously you want to bring a few quid. You know, with all the COVID that's happened over the last couple of years, Deeks. I just think a club could. If it's the only game on on a Thursday night, Deeks, I, I think you'd probably get, you know, knowing the Cornish football folk, mate, I reckon you'd probably get a, a 200-plus crowd, mate, mm. if you played a Thursday night game. Right. Wherever. Yeah. Tell us what you think out there if you're listening to this yeah. um, rapid suggestion. Thursday night fixtures in the or fixture in the Peninsula League. Um uh, could be rubbish, Deeks, couldn't it? Could be a load of rubbish. But I just think it would bring a few, you know, like you say, Deeks, like 84 maybe at Nuki. I reckon if Nuki played someone on a Thursday night, mate, you get a couple hundred there, I reckon. Oh, just fun. a thought, Deeks, just, just a thought. thought. Yeah, let's, uh, yeah, let's hear what uh, everyone thinks out there. In the meantime, let's uh, hear what the South Africans, Palinsta, well, Let's hear That's what... easy for you to say, mate. Yeah. That's easy for you to say. Let's hear what the South West <laughs> Peninsula League secretary, Phil Hiscox, has got to say. Um, not about Thursday fixtures, but lots of other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome once again to the Friday Fix, Phil. Um, what's been the most exciting thing to happen to you this week with regards to the South West Peninsula League? Quite a busy week, really. I, I, I've been eagerly looking forward to a trip down to Falmouth to see the F Troop. I, I, although I saw them away last season with the COVID interrupted, I never got to Beckman last season. And I, uh, although it was a long old night out and a miserable weather-wise, it, it was a, a you know cracking to, to go down to Beckman and see 465. Um, yeah, great game, great night out. Were you concerned at all at any time that the fog might ruin it? Yes, <laughs> particularly the first half. I was yeah. start, did start to go out. A couple of times I did flick on, on the Met Office app on my phone thinking, <laughs> when's this bloody going to be over? <laughs> yeah. Is that the first time you've been down the farm since they changed the stand or not? Uh, yes, it is. It yeah. is. Uh, I think I went down the season before, but uh, like I say, last, so it's been two years since I've been there. So certainly you can see that they've made more changes. I think they'd, they'd started doing changes when I've been there, but right. yeah, that was sort of, yeah, the first time since it, they've more finished them. Yeah, a bit different, isn't it, with the individual seats? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know whether they had an eye on on socially distancing, <laughs> but actually quite a little gap between each seat, actually. Yeah. So, right. Yeah, more than you, you get in a lot of these sort of kit stands you get where there's sort of, you know, I'm quite a big chap. <laughs> there isn't a lot of leg room and side room, uh, but there's plenty at Falmouth. That was yeah. very good. And the game itself, what did you think of the match? Uh, it was a decent enough game. Falmouth was a better side. It took the goals very well. Um, but Penryn stuck in there, didn't they? For a long, long time, it, it was only 1-0. Mm. And, and at 1-0, it's never safe. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Penryn would have been a bit of a free hit, wouldn't it? They wouldn't have been expected to to do particularly well, but they, they certainly acquit themselves okay. Yeah. Um, Go there and I mean, enjoy I, it, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I have no doubt that having seen, uh, I think I worked it out actually yesterday. I've now seen twenty six of the thirty eight already, and been to nineteen of the thirty eight rounds already. Um, and yeah, Falmouth are quick, a clear cut above anybody else I've seen in the league this season. Right. Um, didn't actually play yeah. that well last night either, I thought. No, but, I, I, but, you, can, but you can see it on the pitch, can't you? You they're can see they've got, they? they're confident, they're, they're, they're energetic, they're well-organised, they're well-motivated from the sidelines. 
Um, that interesting little thing, you, you, I, I often watch dugouts very carefully, um, and you get a sort of varying mixture of, of advice from the dugout. Uh, and I liked Falmouth last night. They had that little link between being supportive and being aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot of managers are one way or the other. Yeah. Um, and if you can get the, the, the nice blend, and I thought um, Westy and uh, James Miller down there, they clearly know what they've got in front of them. They have a certain confidence in them, um, and they keep them on their toes without going too far. But but equally, it's, it's not this sort of um, under-18s mentality that, that it's only the, the performance that matters. You know, the, the result matters too. Yeah. Well, we hear from Westy later, and he's enjoying managing the team, I think. Is the way uh, if he can't enjoy managing that, then there's something wrong with him. You can tell him that from me. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Right. Uh, and looking through the, the two leagues, the East and the West, we're, we're now down to, um, what, five teams, aren't we, that uh, haven't been beaten yet. Brixham and Falmouth obviously got 100% records. And then it's Torpoint Holesworthy and uh, Liscard. I, I say Holesworthy with a little bit of... Yeah, Hol- Hol- games, I know. The, 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 they've had a cosy again. Of course, they have also... They got beat 5-0 in the League Cup this week. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, okay. I, yeah I, I, don't, I, I don't think Holesworthy have any. Are you suggesting their unbeaten record might not go on that long? Um, I'm just... I wouldn't see they've got on Saturday, yes. Um, yeah, I think it'll be gone. It'll be gone on Saturday. Oh, it'll right. Be gone Saturday. There you are. Win for Austria St Mary. Then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I went to Austria last Saturday. Um, I was a bit surprised they lost in the Cup to Axminster, but again, that would have been quite a fierce local derby. So I'm sure Axminster, who are no mugs themselves, would have been up for that last night. Yeah, actually, Axminster. Well, they had a cracking four-all um, yeah. draw and a cracking game. By the sounds of it, at uh, Tor Point last Saturday, didn't they? Yeah, well, I think this was it this last week or the week before we were talking about Axminster as a sort of surprise package. But um, to go and down to Tor Point, score four goals, t- take their hundred percent record off them, they're not there just on luck are they yeah. they're, they're, they're obviously they've got something about them at Axminster this season yeah uh, and of course that, that made the East Division an interesting little thing there because um, Brixham scraped the 1-0 win with a, a last minute goal at Honiton a game we would have expected them to have won fairly comfortably and like I say to a point dropping points at home to Axminster so I can see the East Division being one where top sides do drop points mm. Although um, you expressed your thoughts last week, I think it was at Brixham yeah. and Torpoint, the two to uh, beat, aren't they? That they are the two to beat, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So, what have we got coming up this weekend, then? Well, we've got the FA Vars, haven't we? So that's... Uh, I'm slightly disappointed in the Vars draw. Uh, I was a bit surprised at the way they've done it. There were a lot more buys this year than the year before, and yet nationally there are slightly more entries, so they must have skewed the, the regional pots a little bit. <laughs> Uh, and I have to say, I'm, none of our clubs are really travelling very far at all, are they? No, that's um, right. It's... In fact, nobody's travelling outside of Devon or Cornwall, although, although um, a couple are hosting teams from Somerset. Yeah, in fact, well, Elberton have got Welton Rovers, um, Torrington have got Bishop Lydiard, and that's yeah, about it, isn't it, really? That's about it, yeah. Bishop Lydiard, to be honest, is, is this side of Taunton or, or, or by Taunton. It's not, um, it's not you know, that far away, really. Right. So probably not that um, long a trip for them. No, no. So, uh, I mean, I'm a great believer. I'm sure a lot of um, followers of the various clubs like the FA Vars to throw up the chance to play somebody different. Mm. Um, 
and there ain't that many. And to be honest, because they've already done the next round draw, you can see that there isn't too many exciting trips in the next round either. But I suppose the other way of looking at it is if there's a lot of all-league ties, whether that's all-east or west or east versus west, um, it does ensure that there are going to be some, you know, several teams through yeah. to the first round. Yeah, that's that, that's one good way of looking at it. There, there's, mm-hmm. to my making, there's three East versus West. Um, Bobman at home to Crediton, Godolphin at home to Bobby Tracy, and uh, Torpoint home to Callington. Yeah. Uh, how do you yeah. see those three going? Bobman against Crediton? Uh, I think Bobman would be favourites there. Godolphin is a very odd one because uh, Bobby started the season quite well, but they've had a little bit of a COVID outbreak, and the game before that they managed to lose 7 0 to Oxford. Um Or was it 5 0? They, they lost heavily to Oxford. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I wouldn't like to call Godolphin Bobby. I think it's whichever team turns up on the day. Torpoint Carrington, I've seen both of those uh, a couple of times each. Uh, I saw Carrington in the week at, at Newton Spurs in the Cup. Good going forward. Uh, some defensive frailty certainly at the back. Uh, and to a point, I suppose, having drawn 4-4 last week would probably claim the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that game, well, be interesting game, that one. Yeah. Um, and what happens at, uh, if it's level at full time? Yeah, I, the FA have kept the emergency rule that they introduced last year to, to ensure that the VARs and trophy don't impact too much on league fixtures and, and to help leagues try and finish the season you know, after the last couple of years. I, I'm generally supportive of, of uh, keeping the no replay rule um, because I, I think the VARs, because of the way they, they throw the fixtures in after any lockdown, we do need it to be picked up and got on with. Um, but I'm really, really surprised that they haven't introduced extra time. Mm. Uh, I, I don't see the point of just having 90 minutes and penalties. So, so let's take Bodmin versus Crediton, the first fixture alphabetically. Mm. If Crediton go down to Bodmin and, and it's 1-1 at 90 minutes, why can't they play an extra half an hour? What, what possible harm is, is there in, in trying to decide it without penalties? Hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, the pitch will be good enough. The light will be good enough. Um, Crediton have already made the journey. Yeah, so they're there. Um, uh, uh, last season, I saw... Um, a game I saw X versus Mausel, of course, with Mausel were Police League at the time, and that was a very, very cagey game for about 70 75 minutes. And it only really came to life in the last sort of 10 minutes as players perhaps tired a bit. Uh, and we got to 90 minutes, goalless, and then it's a penalty shootout. And I just thought it was a missed opportunity, to be honest. I thought the extra half hour would have, you know, produced something, even if it, both teams had scored an extra time and, and we had a draw. It, yeah. it, it, we missed the opportunity to, to find out, yeah. When when the FA make these decisions, do they actually talk to any of the leagues or not, or is it? I don't believe so. I don't believe so. I think the FA are FA Competitions Committee because it's the same rule for the FA Trophy as well. Right. Yeah, I just think it's a missed opportunity. But yeah, yeah but I, I can understand the no replay rule. And and to be fair, sometimes that the cost of staging these games, particularly if you do pay somebody's away travel from a distance, you perhaps don't want replays in the early rounds but no. uh, I just don't see what the harm in, in having extra half hour mm. on a se- se- September Saturday could possibly be Yeah, and as you say they're there anyway they might as well you yeah. know, play it okay yeah. right so what game are you actually going to on Saturday I believe I'm going to Torrington versus Bishop's Lydia actually oh, right. uh, Exeter referee doing that one so uh, that, that's my plan for 
for Saturday. My midweek plan has slightly changed, actually. I was going to have a, a Devon game on Tuesday at Sidmouth and a, um, a trip to Cornwall on the Wednesday. Um, but Sablazy versus Weybridge has now been switched from Saturday, next Saturday to next Friday night, mm-hmm. so a week, to, a week today when you're releasing the podcast. Um, so I think I might stay more local on the Wednesday and do Sablazy on the Friday because I haven't been to Blaze Park. I haven't seen Sablazy yet this season. Right. What's the reason <laughs> for the change? I don't really know. It's rather odd. In that I had a, a, a sort of text message around the old saying, who's agreed to this? And I sort of went back to him and said, well, it's the first I've heard of it. And then I checked my emails. Um, and I went back to him and said, but you're already playing this card on the Wednesday. Surely you won't agree to this. Yeah. And he said, that's what I would have thought. And then uh, half an hour later, he came back through and said, oh, those two managers have agreed to it. <laughs> so I said, well, the only point I've made is is if anybody uh, from either club, or particularly from Weybridge, because they're the ones playing Wednesday and Friday, makes a comment about playing two nights, two games in three nights, uh, I shall be saying, well, you agreed to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to have a Friday night fixture, isn't mm-hmm. it? Um do we see bigger crowds on a Friday night or not? I don't yeah, think. generally speaking, you do. Yeah. You do. I suppose the other thing sometimes, and I, I haven't cross-referenced this, but sometimes with county cups for reserve teams and things, perhaps that might be another reason. Oh, yeah. If yeah. you can play the Friday night. And, and then, because I, I believe the county FAs will be sort of putting pressure on to, to, to find an alternative pitch for the reserve game. So if you've played on Friday night, you've avoided all that uh, that hassle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just before I let you go, you probably saw the debate on the forum about, uh, well, assistant referees, linesmen, whatever you like to call yeah. them. Pitch the league without assistant or qualified assistant referees be mayhem and carnage, wouldn't it? I probably would. Um, but the reality of it is, and somebody, I did follow the thread on, on the, the forum, um, and I would say somebody made a very valid point. For referees' development, there are certain... Uh, standards of the referee are that they become a, a steps, uh, level seven referee when they first, um, qualify, then level six, then level five. Um, to get to level four, which is where steps five and six of the referees are level four referees who, who are selected from the level fives rather than just a natural promotion. So you, anybody at any age with any fitness can go from seven to six to five, mm. but you can't go to four without um, being selected by the FA on your marks, on your assessments, and on passing a fitness test. Um, and then once you are a level four, you can't go to level three without marking games. And a marking game at supply league level is as th- with three officials. Right. If, I, if I have a game where an assistant referee perhaps, I don't know, twists his ankle in the first 10 minutes and has to be replaced under the, the rule by a club linesman for the remaining game, the referee can ask for his marks to be disregarded. Oh, right. The assessor could technically go home if that happens yeah. because the, the, the game doesn't count. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a national system that says for referee development, um, steps five and six is, is where it starts with level four referees. They're also, those referees are duty-bound to do lines at Southern League and not so much locally here because we haven't got a, a conference safe club, mm. but they would be doing games in the Football League Youth Alliance, these um, professional reserve leagues and the Southern League, uh, as well as refereeing on the Western League and the Peninsula League. Uh, and then as you go up, you, you become a level three, you would referee on the Southern League and the, these professional reserves leagues and things, and you would be lining on possibly you know, the National League standard. Mm. 
So there's a development pathway for referees, and every sympathy that we're short, but everybody's short. It's not a Cornish problem. Mm. Um, I see in Devon that the, the, the local league, to me, the Devon Exeter League, has, has put a plea out for would clubs, you know, consider kicking off at two o'clock or five o'clock and asking the referee to do both games, yeah. first and second team, sort of saying, you know, staggering yeah. kickoffs because they haven't got enough referees either. Yeah. <laughs> um, I suppose the interesting argument is that a couple of, well, several years ago now, the FA spent a considerable sum of money on a referee's program, each county FA having a referee development officer, mm-hmm. um, targets to meet in terms of recruitment and retention of referees. Um, and I believe that, that was going okay. I suppose the COVID situation is probably sort of torpedoed all that Um, with perhaps people, some of the older referees, having had a lot of the last two seasons off, perhaps not wanting to come back to it. They found other things to do. Yeah, very true. That could be a a point, couldn't it? Right. Mm. Okay. Well, and and say if it was a full fixture programme on a Saturday for the Peninsula, how many games, how many referees would be assessed, do you think, on a Saturday? Are there many or not? Um, we've got a fairly small band of assessments because, again, the FA criteria is quite strict. They have to assess the two assistants as well and they have to write reports and, and they have to be vetted. So mm. we're, we're, it's more than a count. You have a county FA assessor and then you have a supply league assessor. And then, uh, again, there's another standard for higher up than that, mm. um, where they, again, those assessors have to commit to doing training once a year. Right. And know that their reports can be, you know, inspected, and, and the marks can be changed up and down if if the if the sort of headmaster who's looking at the assessment thinks it's it's not right. Yeah. Um, so we've got a fairly small band of assessors. They are quite loyal. Um, what tends to happen is is that they all go out on a Saturday, but that's probably only half a dozen games. Right. Um, so but we pick up a lot more by midweek stuns you know yeah. it may well be that somebody who, who referees on a saturday in another league will make themselves available to assess on a tuesday night or a wednesday night quite a system isn't it oh, there's <laughs> the fa ensure there's always work to be done <laughs> <laughs> right well with that uh with you saying that i better let you go then did not i so you better have sure there's work for a league secretary to be done uh, i'm sure there is, right. sure there is. thanks so much phil <laughs> no worries you're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. Right, well, thanks to Phil there, as usual, bringing us up to date with uh, administration side of things, really, um, as much as anything else, and where he's been and, and watched and whatever. Now, I wonder what standout result he would have selected. I'm actually, for the past week, I'm. it's, it's difficult because I don't think there are too no. many real standout results anyway, but I'm going to go with... Sticker one, Liscard seven. Now, yeah. yes, you would have expected, or I think most of us would have expected Liscard to have won that one. But um, I think it's a good result. Seven one is, you know, it's not always easy to win by such a big margin. Yeah. James Lorenz on the score sheet with a hat trick. Uh, yeah. Well, he'd only scored in one game before that. So, yeah. So that's good to my, see. My kickstart. To... Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And uh, yeah. I mean, on the other side of the fence, well, sticker, they seem to be conceding a few goals, don't they? So uh, 
Yeah, I remember when Penryn beat him 8-1, Deeks. So I remember saying I don't think anyone else will go to sticker and win by that amount, but they nearly did, didn't they? They nearly did, so, but perhaps, not quite. But yeah, no. Yeah. So, one, but. so that's my standout result. Now, have you got one? No, not really, Deeks. I've got to be honest with you. I'm str- I mean, I watched Penryn, mate, against Camelford, and I thought they were very good. I mean, last 25 minutes, mate. You, you know, Penryn could have got them. You say Penryn were good. E- exactly, <laughs> mate. That's it. That, that's why. That's why I'm not saying it, mate. <laughs> but, um, but no, I don't know, mate. I suppose Bob and mate bounced back well, didn't they, with that three 0 at Galaport, mate? Yeah. Gilby needed that one, didn't he? And there's a couple of decent ones here, mate. I mean, Godolphin, to be fair, mate. They're you know they're not getting you know they're getting pumped by anyone, mate. Are they? You know, sort of three one, mate. Open to Blazy, one of the yeah. title favourites. No disgrace there, mate, for no. Godolphin. And also midweek, mate, you know, only 3-2, you know, defeat across the road at Nuki, mate. So, you know, Godolphin doing all right. Deeks, aren't they, really? Yeah. Give them a mention, mate. Uh, you know, good luck. Good luck. If we're going to mention Sorry, everyone, mate. I was going to say um, yeah. uh, the wendron Austin game, apparently, was a game of yeah. three halves. Uh, Sinostal played really well yeah. in the first half, and uh, Wendron played really well in the second half. And yeah. that's without Rory Jarvis as well. He's gone to St. Blasey, hasn't he? Exactly, mate. They don't need him, mate, do they? They can still score five against a good side. Yeah. They don't need Rory, mate. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> He's I... got off to a good start, Diggs, isn't he? Two and two, I think, for Blasey. Yeah, that's right. Rory. It's, um, yeah. Is it two and two or one in one? I think so, dude. Uh, let's have a look, mate. He played... He scored against Godolphin, didn't he? And then... Was that his debut? Ah, uh, could be, mate. Yeah, it could be just the one game, couldn't it? Yeah, Would I get two and two? From... I don't know. Nah, you perhaps. Mean... Yeah, perhaps I'm adding one on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he scored on his debut, didn't yeah, he? He scored on yeah. his debut. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Right. yeah. I, I, you know, <laughs> it, it, interesting as well that uh, transfer news because I was out playing golf with Sparky last Friday in the you know uh, St Austin Football Club sort of uh, competition. His yeah. phone's going off. You know, all this transfer yeah. news going on. So, uh, can't get away from it. But, um, anyway. No, the old football wheel. The Cornish football wheels forever turning, Dick, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? that's right. <laughs> right, let's uh, let's go to one of the East Division clubs uh, in the South West Peninsula League. Tor Point, they played doubles in the League Cup yeah. on Tuesday. And uh, so, let's kick off our Peninsula interviews with having a, having a chat to Ryan Richards, uh, these days, of course, he's playing for Dean Cardew's side down at the mill. Well, welcome back to the podcast, Ryan. I, I thought uh, it's time for a quick catch-up from you. Yeah, it's been a little while, Dave, isn't it? It's been a little while. <laughs> yeah, the last time we spoke, you were just signing for Tour Points. So, uh, how's the season going so far for you at the at the mill? Yeah, it's not going too bad, Dave. Um, can't complain too much. I think we've played six, one, five, drew one. Um, obviously coming off the back of a win against Dodballs yesterday in the Cup. Um, yeah, it's going well, Dave. Hey, you haven't scored for two games, though. No, I know I haven't, Dave. <laughs> I know I haven't. I'm on a bit of a, a bit of a drought at the moment. Um, I'm going to play it down to injury, if I'm honest with you, Dave. Um, I, I think um, I'm going to be having a little a little rest over the next couple of weeks. Um, I picked up an injury, um, a knee injury, about two weeks ago and I've tried I've tried playing through it and yeah. it's sort of taking its toll on me a little bit now so I think I'm I'm going to have a little layoff I think a couple of weeks I'm away I'm away in Newcastle next weekend 
Um, so I think the rest is going to do me good. What's that, a boys' weekend away or what? Yeah, it's one of my best mates' stag dudes. Ah, all right. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's been cut off a couple of times, mate. So it's going to be nice to get up there. <laughs> right, well, well, that'll be... Yeah, don't go doing anything silly getting drunk and falling on your knee, though, will you? So <laughs> I'll try not to, mate, but I can't promise anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right, so how did things go against Dobbles? You mentioned Dobbles midweek. Uh, that was a League Cup game. How did it go? Yeah, it was good. It was a good game. It was a good game. It was a physical game, um, as you expect from a team that have obviously Westlake and Washington as managers. You expect to turn up and have uh, a slugfest for ninety minutes. Um, <laughs> we scored quite early doors. I think we scored within the first five minutes or so, and then we doubled the lead within maybe sort of fifteen minutes. So we was two 0 um, We let them. We let them get back in the game with a bit of a sloppy set piece goal. Uh, second half, we come out and we started the same as we started the first half. We started quite quick. We got an early goal, make it 3-1. Um, I think we then, about 20 minutes to go, I think we made it 4-1. I think, I'm pretty sure they they got a penalty up. I was in mm. the changing rooms. I was in the changing rooms at the time. Right. Um, but I'm pretty sure from what the boys said, I think they got a penalty to make it yeah. to make it 4-2. But it, it was, we were, I think, no disrespect to Dobbles, but I think we were quite comfortable. Um, I don't think they really threatened the goal too much. But, so, yeah, it was a good game. So have Dobbles got a bit of a reputation then? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. You're putting words in my mouth, Dave, I think. Well, you mentioned Slugfest. And, uh, you know, does it sort of alter what the sort of team talk would be then? Um, not necessarily, Dave. You just know you've got to be up for the battle. Um, you can't have... You can't have sort of players just going through the motions against Dobbles because they are a big physical team. So you do expect you do expect a, a hard game. Um, as a couple of the lads from from Bobmin will probably tell you. Um, but yeah, we, we turned up. We just did. We did a good job. Um, we matched them physicality. Um, we matched them obviously for fitness. And I think the the, the quality come out on top. I think Gaz heard. Um, scored a couple of goals and I think Mike Luther's got a couple of goals so that was nice for them both mm. and obviously you're a striker so what's it like playing alongside uh, Curtis Damrell I, I hear good things about him very good player he is a very good player I've never seen someone he's not he, he's not the biggest of lads do you know what I mean he's mm. not the biggest of lads but he brings the ball in very well brings other players into play and I think on Saturday he's he's probably scored one of the best goals I think I've ever seen. Right. Um, the balls the balls come up to him from right back from Paul Ever and he's clipped the ball into into Dammers. He's chested it. He's neat. I think he's need it. I think he's done four keepy ups. <laughs> and I think I think he's he's hit it on. He's turned in one motion and, <laughs> and hit it with his left foot. Flew in the top corner, Dave. Honestly, absolute outstanding girl, brilliant girl. <laughs> right, sounds a good one. Okay, and um, I mean, obviously, Dobbles in uh, in the West Division. Um, you played them midweek. You got another side from the West Division on Saturday, didn't you? In the uh, in the FA Vars, Callington. Yeah, yeah, and again, it's going to be one of those. Obviously, uh, the lads from the Saint Blasey of last season, I think, the season before. And again, you expect to be in a. a the type of team that you expect to be in a, a good physical game. Um, so yeah, if we if we play how we did how we did on Tuesday or yeah Tuesday, then 
then we should we should start work in the next round as well. Yeah. Good. Just finish it off um, with a mention of the uh, fundraising that, well, you've had to delay, haven't you, because of your uh, your knee problem? Uh, yeah, the fundraiser day. Yeah, unfortunately, I've, I've had to put it off for a couple of weeks. Um, obviously, as you know, I was just mentioned, I'm having a couple of weeks rest. Mm. I've been playing for an injury, which I picked up about two weeks ago. And it happened, I think, the day before, literally the day before I was due to do the fundraiser. Oh. Um, which is a little bit gutting. I, I was a little bit gutted about that, um, but I'm hoping to have it done at some point in October. Yeah. And I'd like to say thanks to obviously all the all the people that donated because a lot of a lot of stuff was put on Twitter and it had retweets and likes from a lot of people that follow the local football, mm. um, which which has helped with. I think I've raised about two and a half grand. Yeah, that's right. I looked so, earlier today. You're up around about the two and a half thousand marks. So uh, yeah, so I'd just like to say thanks to everyone that's donated. Obviously, the page is still up for the moment until the fundraiser gets closed. Until I've done the marathon. So how does um, anyone uh, find it? Um, I'll post it on my social media. I can give it a post on Twitter at some point this evening. So if anyone is interested, just just uh, pop onto my Twitter. I think it's public. You'll be able to see it anyway. Yeah, it's just on the give. Uh, just giving page and anyone anyone can donate no matter how how small how big obviously any donation is a good donation yeah of course yeah and you're running a marathon two days running aren't you oh yeah i'm running two marathons in two days dave you must um, be yeah i am i am <laughs> adding for someone someone who uh, don't get me wrong I, I enjoy running i think we've had previous conversations yeah. about how much i run yeah um it's gonna be it's gonna be strenuous and it's gonna be hard. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's gonna be worth it. The cause is definitely worth it. Yeah, that's right. Well, well done on that. Um, I'm sure uh, when it's a bit closer to the time, we'll mention it on the podcast. In the meantime, uh, rest up that knee, have a great time in Newcastle, and don't do anything that Rappo wouldn't do. Well, I don't think there's much rapper wouldn't do, is there? <laughs> <laughs> don't mention Amsterdam to him. That's all I no, can I say. No, I won't, Dave. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Top man, mate. Thank you very much. Okay, thanks for coming on. Nice to speak to you. Cheers. You're welcome, mate. Your Cornish <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, that's some drought, mate, isn't it, for Ryan? Two games, Dave. <laughs> 180 minutes, mate. It's not like uh, Ryan... Mate, is it not to score a goal in that time? But I'm sure he'd be back flying, mate, after that stag, do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. Great night out, that is. Deeks Newcastle, mate. I, I had a couple of them many moons ago, mate, and uh, it's nearly up there with Amsterdam, it is, mate, Newcastle. Well, I did mention him, you know, to him about yeah. the Amsterdam story, so. Uh, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there a bit more often, mate, but. Well, second home, really, Deeks, I suppose. But but now, again, congrats to Roy, mate, on on the you know the fundraising bit as well, Deeks. Two and a half grand, that's a superb effort, isn't it, mate? Yeah, that's right. For Lee Martin in the Plymouth uh, tragic disaster yeah. a few weeks ago. So let's hope that let's yeah. hope um, you know Ryan is able to to do those two marathons. And uh, anyone who you know still wants to donate, you you heard how to do it. Yeah, tour point going well. Obviously, had a well. They were expecting a toughie by the sounds of it against uh, against uh, Dobbles midweek, but um, by all accounts, they they did it quite comfortably. But interesting, Callington now on Saturday. What do you make of that game? Yeah, uh, a, a good one, I think, Dix. I think that'd be a, cra- a cracker, mate. Actually, close, close one, mate. 
really close game because I think, you know, Sean's gone back in there with Matt, mate, Callington, and I think they're sort of picking up a little bit, mate, mate, and they're starting to get a few decent results, Deeks, aren't they? So I think that could be a really tight game, that one, mate. Good game to watch, I think, mate. Good game to watch, that one. Yeah, Callington had a good 5-3 win in the... Water C. Parson League Cup on, yeah. on uh, Tuesday up at Newton Abbott Spurs. So uh, I did see actually someone yeah. suggesting that Jake Miller perhaps is too good for uh, South West Peninsula League. Yeah, Don't sounds like he played else. well last week. Yeah. No, nah. who did he play for last week, Dix? Was it? Um, was it? Tavit? Was it? Yes, I think it was. I saw yeah. mention. Yeah, that's right. Tavit. Good. Had a good game, safe didn't bet it? saying he's Tavit stop because they seem to have quite a few people coming in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, he is a good player, mate. Definitely, you know, probably Matt will probably do well to keep keep hold of him, mate, won't he? But it's up to the individual, though, Deeks, isn't it, really? You know, yeah. does he want to travel or is he happy happy where he is, you know? Yeah, that's right. He stayed at Spreezy, yeah. um, uh right. last season, didn't he? So uh... Yeah, yeah, he is a good player, mate, isn't he? Whilst we're on the Water Sea Parson... Uh... League Cup subject. Wednesday, we were both at the Falmouth Penryn local derby tie. It finished with a 4-1 victory to the home side. And here's the two managers post-match. Firstly, Penryn's Harry Pope. Well, defeated, but not down, I would say. Yeah, proud of the boys. Obviously disappointed with the result, because that's now three losses in a row. But we came down here with no expectation, no real pressure on us, knowing that Falmouth was supposed to get through to the next round. That was supposed to happen, you know. But obviously, when it's 11 men against 11 men, so you never know. So, yeah, of course, I'm disappointed. I don't like losing football matches, but I'm obviously massively proud of the boys. I said to them at the start of the game, before we came out here, we'll be better for the experience tonight, after tonight, moving forward. Yeah, we've lost the game 4-1, but, yeah, we'll learn a lot from tonight. What about Saturday? Who you got? Sticker at home. Three points. We hope so, mate, yeah, because I'm, I'm, I don't like this losing streak whole thing, so yeah. yeah. You're not used to that, are you? I'm not, no. It's a lot different, but again, one thing that we keep saying is it's different every week. Previously, we've been going into every game expecting to win and feeling like we failed if we haven't. Now, every week is a learning curve, so yeah, we've just lost the game 4-1, we lost the Camel for 2-1, we lost the Dobbles 2-1, but we've been in all three of those games, and I feel like once we get this year under our belts, we're going to really kick on. You're going to see the best from Penryn. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. Happy manager with the result. Yeah, I think the most important thing was was getting through to the next round. And um, it's a weird game, really. I thought we dominated in large spells, but they still give us a few problems. I think they had a few big chances, actually. You know, we, I think first half, you know, they've had one off the line. Um, I think Rappo will look back a bit disappointed at the chance he had. You know, that's a key moment. Um, and I think Reeve's gone through a couple of times and, and Barnes is dealt with it but I thought the overall play I thought we dominated the game but um, you know, I was pleased to get the fourth one because I think the fourth one just shows you know, the, the dominance that we had Yeah, It's a bit late though so do we count that one? Yeah of course we do we all score late we, we, we're good for it we either score really really early or late so and I think it just shows again you know, we're bringing on bringing on Nixon we're bringing on Andreas Scotty Kello and they make a hell of a difference to the team I thought all three of them made a massive impact on the game and, and took us to that next level must be so nice to have such a big squad everyone is pretty much on a par you know it's a squad game for you isn't it 
yeah, and you know, poor old Toby Clark tonight. You know, he was stuck on the Tamar Bridge. You know, he couldn't even come down. And but I've said this to a few people actually. Like, this is probably one of the first seasons I've had where I can actually manage. You know, you're actually like you can forward think, you can plan games. Whereas I think years gone by, you are just literally picking whoever turns up. You know, to a degree. Does that make it more difficult or not, though? Nah, it makes it a lot easier. It's, it's a lot better because everyone buys into it. And obviously, don't get me wrong. When you're winning, yeah. you know, no one can question your decisions that you make. But um, you know, the games can't come quick enough now, and, and everybody's chomping a bit. And I think the difference is now this year everyone's making a difference interesting that Tim Nixon your leading goal scorer on the subs bench was that the saving for Saturday or what well no he's just had a few he had a bit of Covid issue um, you know and he, he was sub against Weybridge and you know he was feeling the effects of that and I thought the lads done well and we, we you know again being able to manage your side I, I don't need to unnecessarily risk him or force him and you know and I think you know he'll appreciate that in the long run because obviously with Covid you know it is a lung issue isn't it and so you know he's, he's absolutely fine and on the Saturday uh another tasty game yeah I think I think we're at that stage of the season now whereas all the games are coming thick and fast and, and, and everything's got a little bit on it now you know and we earmarked four games and you know our next four games are really really big for us obviously today Camelford, Bobman and Dobbles you know I think that can really shape our season and where we want to be because um, you know all it takes is a, a couple of bad results and you're back in the mix of everyone else but you know I think like you said you can only take one game at a time and, and tonight was really really good and I think like I said a minute ago the lads will be really looking forward to Saturday straight away and, and uh, I think they're even more looking forward to a night out in Sidmouth <laughs> yeah second round in Sidmouth uh, that, that has an attraction somewhat it does because that's Luke Barner's neck of the woods as well so you know he's taking full, full control of that night out so it should be, it should be really good because you know what we like you know, we do, you know as much as we love being home it is quite nice to um, is uh, quite nice to play the away games and you know that's a little disappointment with the Senior Cup you know you're not playing those sides you don't normally play whereas I do like the League Cup because it does throw in those odd you know playing against the East sides and someone you never, you never played against or been before OK, difficult question. Your man of the match? Uh, it wasn't difficult at all. I thought by a country mile, Broggy. I thought his energy levels were fantastic. I think he gets around the park. I thought his goal was top draw to make it 3-1. Won us the game. Well, it might have been 3-0, actually. Was it 3 or 2? What did he make it 2? He might have made it... Yeah, he made it 2-0. Um, and I just thought his desire at the end of the game, Just I thought he was brilliant. And Barnsley still, had, I don't know whether you touched that one under the bar or not at the very end. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I thought like we dominated the game, but Pembroke had some big chances, really. And, you know, Ryan Reeve, you know, they're a bit one-dimensional. They always look for him. They are quite long ball with him. But, you know, on another day, he probably could have had that trick. Yeah. And a word for Penryn, I think they'll probably win as many games as they lose. Uh, good credit to Pemberley, actually, because no disrespect to all the other sides that we played in this league, I think you know they're, they're very compact, they're hard to break down, and you know whereas a lot of sides that have been in this league for a little bit longer are probably a little bit easier to beat. Um, so full credit to them, and I thought, you know, I thought it was a Boas number 15 for them, the centre half. I thought he was excellent, really, really good. I thought he had a great game. So you know, I think they'll do well. They have got a goal scorer in Ryan. I know he didn't score tonight, but they've got you know they've got him, and you know they've got a good spine, so they'll be fine. Okay, and um, very, very quickly, the league table. I know that you know lots of teams have played different numbers of games but any surprises uh, as far as you when you look at it or not yet uh, surprises have got to be Wenger I suppose nobody expected them maybe to be the top two or three even themselves I think if you ask them you're probably glad to see Rory drive a sleeve there aren't you I think you give them the kiss of death didn't you you know after bigging him up so much and calling him the Cornwall's quickest man and the next minute he goes to Blazy so I blame you for that one yeah um, but I suppose real Maybe Bobman again. I think you know you always we always expect so much of Bobman and Gilby and of his team. I suppose they've had a bit of a slow start for them. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's so early in the season, and it you know no one's really played anyone as such. You know, so long way to go. Your Cornish, 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 Cornish. Cornish. Yeah, both managers there. Um, 
Well, let's start with Harry Pope. I think he was, um, well, quite pleased with the way things are going, by the sounds of it, really. Yeah, yeah. I I, I agree with Popey Dicks, you know, having watched the boys quite a bit as well, mate. Um, you know, obviously he knows his lads inside out. But, but I honestly thought, you know, when... Like you said, mate, you know, Penryn are used to winning, the, you know, in the St. Piers League, you know, probably would have won that one that got null and voided and stuff and, and got off to a bit of a bad start the following sort of season, but then picked up and won about six in a row and got themselves back in that. And obviously over the two seasons, it, it did get in promotion in the end, a deserved promotion in, in my eyes, because and, and I was quite confident those boys could cut it, mate, at Southwestern League level because they're good footballers, Deeks, you know, they're, you know, there's seven or eight of them that are good on the well, good technicians, if you like, mate. You know, a word like they, they know how to handle a football, and you know, I had no, no, you know, qualms about them at all, mate. Obviously, you know, the top sides like form of last night, mate, and I and I thought like the Bobmans and Blazies are going to be a different, you know, proposition, mate. But but yeah, I had no qualms at all, mate, about about Penryn doing well, and I think we both went for him to. 11th stakes, I think, didn't we? We both went from, you know, you've watched them a few times and, and I was pretty confident, mate, they were good enough to stay at the bottom five or six and pick up plenty of good results and, yeah, you know, I haven't seen that. To be honest, mate, I think they've, you know, they've done better than I've, they, I actually thought they would even, mate. I mean, the, the results don't say that. You know, the 2-1 on Saturday against Camelford and, you know, missed a penalty against Dobbles a week before. You know, both games they missed a penalty and could have got something. Saturday definitely could have got a draw, mate, you know, last 25 minutes against a very good side. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not surpri surprised at all, mate. Popey's happy with it, mate. And, you know, I think once they get a, bit, a little bit more experience, like you said, in this league, I think after Christmas, Deeks, they can kick on even more and, maybe do even better than we thought, mate, to be honest. Right, well, without um, us being accused of making this a Penryn show, what about um, Falmouth? What do you think of them? Brilliant, mate. Yeah, I love what Westy's done down there, mate. You know, and, well, obviously Milshi and Charlie as well, mate, but, you know, absolutely superb, mate. It, it was, well, I think Westy summed it up well, actually, Diggs, the game last night, you know, in your interview with him, and, and like you mentioned, mate, I mean, what a great squad that Westy's got and, and when you're flying mate and winning and that you know like like Westy said mate everyone wants to be a part of that don't they and buy into it and and it's fantastic to have quality like that on the pinch mate isn't it it's but you know you, you can take off three really good players and almost like replace them with like for like mate mm -hmm. can't you with equally talented players Deeks and and Westy's probably got 18 or 19 of them so Brilliant to see, mate. You know, obviously, as a big former fan, mate, myself, Deeks, I, you know, l l love seeing it, Deeks. And uh, I think you might just be right, mate, on your uh, former town title winning prediction, Deeks, I think, mate. Well, it's a long way to go, yeah. Yeah, but... yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah, I know West will only take it a game at a time, mate, when he, you know, they do it the right way there. But but some, some great signs there, mate, you know, that form of getting back to. You know, one of the biggest clubs in Cornwall game without a doubt, mate, innit? And that fantastic support behind them, mate, you know, is, uh, you know, a real club, you know, on the up, and it Deeks Town again, mate. Fantastic. Fantastic to go and watch a match there at Bickland, innit, Deeks? Mm. Let's not make this the Penryn Farmers show, even, but. Um, <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> Two favourite teams, Deeks, aren't they? <laughs> right. Nah, brilliant. Well done, Westy, mate. Superb.
Yeah, I mean, every, everyone, to be fair, everyone is getting coming around to following me with picking Falmouth to, to be league champions. Yeah. You didn't, Rapper. You said they were going to be third. So, yeah, I know, mate. I know. I, I know. I, to be honest, mate, I only said that because I didn't oh, want to yeah, put no yeah, yeah, pressure yeah. on Westy, mate. <laughs> but, but uh, no, mate, no, I've, I've made me bad, mate. I've got a lie in it, am I? I've got a lie. <laughs> right. So, anyway, fixtures this Saturday um, in the Southwest Peninsula League. Uh, any any game that sort of stands out for you? Bear in mind, we've also got FA Vars as well. As well. Yeah, big one, Deeks, isn't there, mate? You know, Camelford, Falmouth, mate, is the game of the day for sure, mate, isn't it? That one. Mm. For sure. But, uh, Camelford yeah, pointed think... at home against Weybridge. This is their probably their yeah. you know, next big game as such, isn't it? What are they gonna do with this one, I wonder? Yeah. Well I've seen them, I've had the pleasure of seeing both teams in the last four days, Deeks, and I and you know, obviously Camelford probably wasn't at their best, mate, at Penrin, but I don't know, mate. Really, they're good. you could you can tell they're a quality team, mate. Obviously, we watched that Friday night one as well against Weybridge, and they didn't play as well as they could that night. But got some good players, mate. But I think the way Falmouth are playing, Diggs, I, I just I, I think Falmouth will, will, will nick it, mate. You know, definitely, or not nick it. You know, I, I fancy Falmouth to win, mate. Fancy Falmouth to win it, mate. So three-one Falmouth, Diggs. Three-one Falmouth, right? Both sides yeah. scoring a few goals, aren't they? Calford uh, twenty-three in the yeah. league, Falmouth twenty-seven in the league. So uh, that's yeah, uh, Kybosh. I like it's going to be nil-nil, I expect. Yeah, yes, it mate. Always the way, isn't it, mate? Always the way. Yeah. Any of the Vans no. games sort of stand out for you? To, to be honest, they they're not very exciting. I don't think. I mean, I suppose that the main no. one is we've already touched on it. Torpoint against Callington. Uh, will be yeah. interesting, but um, Weybridge still. Yeah, obviously, well. yeah, two very similar teams, Deeks, didn't they? You know, two superb sort of young managers, mate. You know, young teams that play good football, very, very similar. I think Weybridge and Still Deeks, didn't they? In a in a lot of ways, yeah. I think that'd be a good match to watch, mate. You know, football wise, for for a purist, Deeks, I think that'd be a good game, mate. But but I'd, I'd like to see Godolphin do well, Deeks, wouldn't you? In the Vaz, you know, Bobby Tracy at home. I think they can give them a game, mate, in the way Godolphin have been playing, Diggs, don't you? Oh, yeah, certainly, That's more than a, certainly more than a winnable you know, game, that one, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Bobby not exactly flying in the East, Diggs, are they? So, good luck to Godolphin, though, mate. But I think Bobman will beat credit in Diggs, don't you? 4-1, four, 4-2, four, 4-2. Two. Four, two. Right. <laughs> interesting as well, Salt Ash against Columpton to see what sort of side Salt Ash put out because, you know, I keep yeah. hearing all these... Um, well, not just Sordash, but all these clubs that are suffering with injuries and players, you know, are tired of whatever. I wonder what Dane is going to do there, Sordash at home to Clumpton. Yeah, I, I would have thought he will, because they've had a busy week, mate, haven't they? Obviously, we just talked about them two great wins they've had this week, mate. So, I, I, I would have thought Dane would take the opportunity to rest a few legs, mate, wouldn't he, in that one, and, and hopefully still come through with the result, really, mate, because Columpton are struggling a bit, mate, aren't they? So I would have thought any side Salt Ash put out on Saturday would be enough to win that game, Deeks, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think. I hope so, anyway. But, um... Yeah, yeah. no, like you said, it wouldn't be surprised if um, if Dane does rotate it a bit, though, mate, would you? No. I keep hearing stories that um, Jared Wood might have um, gone back to this score. I noticed he wasn't in the, the score oh, or yeah. didn't appear on the pitch at all last night uh, against Exmouth so I don't know 
that would suggest that perhaps um, he might have left, I don't know. But, um, oh, I read a thing. In, yeah, I read the Cornish Times dates a couple of weeks ago. Like, um, I think it's one of Nigel's, uh, you know, uh, sort of reports, mate. Um, he, Jared said he was loving it at Salt Ash, right? Oh, right. Loving it. Oh, yeah, right. that was two weeks ago in the Cornish Times, that was, mate. Right, well, we so, might be wrong in no. that. Uh, but he certainly didn't appear midweek against no. Exmouth. Of course, they've signed Tom Harris now, haven't they, from Bodmin? Yeah, um, yeah. I think they're probably playing him in midfield, so, uh, so yeah. well, we'll have to wait and see on that one. Also, interesting, David Barker. Dave Barker is still scoring goals, although he did, did you see, he missed a penalty, didn't he, last yeah. week? Yeah, I was surprised at that. I, I can't ever remember Barks missing a penalty, okay. can you, mate? That's right. No, he's pretty reliable, isn't he? And I was more surprised mm-hmm. that Chris Manhennick took the, the second one they had in yeah. the game. I can't imagine him as a penalty taker somehow. I don't know why. No. No, I'm the same, mate. I, I was, I thought that. I thought with all the players that Salt Ash got, Chris, Chris wouldn't be the the second choice, would he? Mm. That you would pick, really. But it's weird, though. Deeks, some centre halves do take a nice penalty, Deeks, don't they? Yeah. Look, you know, look. Remember Harry Maguire's penalty, Deeks, in the uh, Euro. Oh, That's yeah, probably that's the right. best one of the lot, mate, wasn't it? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Just went up and whacked it in the top corner, mate. Everyone else was dancing around the ball and missing, mate, wasn't they? <laughs> that's the way to do it just smash it in isn't it so exactly a lot to be said for it Deeks isn't there <laughs> right so that's the South West Peninsula um, and obviously good luck to everyone in the FA Vars as well that starts this Saturday um, yeah let's have a quick look at the Superior League with uh, John Colenso and the East Division well John I don't think this is going to take very long but um What's been happening in the Superior League East uh, over the last, uh, well, seven days? Well, it's almost, I'd say from Saturday just gone, there's almost as many not happened as happened, isn't there, Dave? <laughs> it's, um, yeah. Unfortunately, Saltash Borough and St. Dennis Reserves, um, St. Dennis were unable to raise the side, so um, Saltash Borough get a home win. Um, Paul Perro's game against St. Morgan was postponed due to St. Morgan having COVID in camp much to the annoyance of Paul Perro by the sound of it. And then the only games was um, Lanson Reserves nil, Saltash 4, which is a good win for Saltash because um, Lanson Reserves have done quite well recently. Mm. And the other one was your um, pick of the games, Butang 1, uh, St. Austin Reserves nil. Yeah, sounds as if it was, might have been a bit tight, that one, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it was a close end-to-end game from the few bits I found on Twitter for it. Um that uh, yeah, it was very back and back and forth, and, and just the the one goal separating the two teams. So um, yeah, as much as it was your game of the day, it sounds like it was a very tight one as well. Yeah. So yeah, okay. Now I I struggle to get my head around all this COVID as to when you're allowed to play and when you aren't, to be honest, and possibly because I don't know all the facts and figures. But St Morgan couldn't play on Saturday, yet they played midweek, didn't they? Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm no Phil Hiscox. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. So, he so give us the, the... Yeah, he knows all, all the ins and outs. Give us the midweek games, and uh, there are a couple, yeah. there, both days. Yeah. Midweek games, um, Salt Ash United reserves um, carried on their good form from Saturday on the Tuesday, beating Callington Town 6-0, um, which is another good win for them, and I think that leaves Callington bottom. Now, this, they've um, struggled for results lately. Um, and the other game was uh, St. Austin Reserves 2, St. Morgan 2. 
So, obviously, St Morgan. I don't know, Dave, that maybe um, the Saturday game was during their isolation period mm. and obviously just lapsed in time for them to get this yeah. game played on uh, yesterday. Well, yeah. obviously, today, Wednesday. Yeah, it must have been either that or they've got a, a whole bunch load of new players. But um, I, I'm, yeah. I'm going with your suggestion, to be honest. So Yeah. Yeah, um, and then tonight there was just the one game. Sticker reserves five, St Dennis reserves one. So um, St Dennis reserves have all back and managed to raise the side for that game after not being able to on Saturday. So hopefully things turn around for them because there's enough teams pulled out already, isn't there? Yeah, um, I mean obviously one is, again. You know we don't know for a fact, but St Dennis obviously uh, when both teams have to be playing there at St Dennis. Um, they weren't able to tonight. Obviously, only the one demand they can get a team. So, uh, but, yeah. but even then, they still had a heavy defeat, didn't they? So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a long, tough season if they're only able to play when their first team are not playing, isn't it? Yeah. Although um, we don't know for a fact on that one, but no. um, I doubt if there's any lineup showing for the St Dennis team yet. On uh, no lineup, not yet announced. So no. Um, Sticker have already got theirs on though. Yeah, I noticed that. Sticker are on there. Yeah. Um, Some of them seem to take forever. Some of them go straight on. So, yeah. Okay. Right. So, um, what have we got coming up uh, on Saturday? Any of the top teams playing each other or what? Um, so, Saturday's fixtures we've got St. Austin Reserves against Milbrook Reserves. Um, Lanson Reserves play St. Morgan. Saltash Borough and Callington Town Reserves. Um, St Dominic back in action against Sticker Reserves. And that's oh, it for Come the... on, John, give me a table-topping test. <laughs> um, what would your pick of the games be out of those, Dave, to be fair? It's, uh... Uh, well, uh, they're all pretty much... Uh, um, yeah, nothing to shout home about, are they, really? Um no. I mean, Sticker might be buzzing after their win tonight, mightn't they, against uh, top-of-the-table St Dominic. Um, Sticker are in seventh, so that that could be a, a good game. Obviously, Callington is struggling, might have more luck on the 3G at Saltash Borough. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's not, nothing that really jumps out of you, is there, out of those fixtures? No, although um, Saltash Borough are still undefeated, so uh, perhaps um, that would be the one... That I might be interested in to see how Sodash Borough get on. Otherwise, it's yeah. going to be uh, Sid Dominic, isn't it? Um, top of the table, newcomers, and uh, as you say, Sticker had a good mid midweek result. So, that's, yeah. yeah, probably that one, I think. Thinking about it again, Sid Dominic against yeah. Sticker would be mine. Yeah, only four games again, though, Dave. No Paul Perro. Not sure why it's such a small fixture list again. No, that's right. Uh, it, it does confuse me slightly. or surprises me that there aren't more games but um I mean you look up you look at Paul Perra, they've only played two league games. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean St Dominic are gonna be on six after Saturday, so it's all a bit topsy turvy at the moment. Yeah. Oh well. We shall uh, have to put up with that for the moment, John. Thank yeah, you very much. Definitely. Thank you, Dave. Your Cornish Yeah, thanks to John there giving us a, a brief uh sounding out about the East Division of the Superior League. Uh, meanwhile, in the West, well, St. Day are the team to stop Rapper at the moment, aren't they? Played five and um, won them all. Yeah. So, uh, 
I mean, last Saturday they had no trouble against St Ives, who were rooted to the bottom of the table. They won 6 0. Yeah. Tom Langford got a hat trick. Then on Tuesday they won again. This time uh, it was a tighter sounding affair. 3 2 at home to a Lugan. And um, mm -hmm. so they're, they're firing on all cylinders at the moment, aren't they? It's a day. Yeah, they all do, isn't they? Great start from mate. Is it? Is those new box nets, mate, that Mark's put up, mate? Isn't it? Mark and his teammate, new box nets on both pitches down there, mate. Is a lovely sight to see it was, Dicks on Twitter, mate, wasn't it? But, but yeah, like you say, Dicks, you know, five games, score twenty-one, let in four, mm. plus seventeen. So, you know, that's some start, mate, isn't it? Yeah. Also on one hundred percent records, of course. You know this is another league where the the number of games played is a little bit uneven. But um, Farmer Town and Mullion both, um, what well, Mullion have only played yeah. two, Farmer have played three. But Farmer picked up that win last Saturday against a Luggan, so uh, that deserves yeah, great a in, in itself, doesn't it? Really great result, mate. Yeah, good to see Reggie score a couple as well, mate. Reggie May. Yeah, used to play for Penrindix, Reggie, cracking player, mate. Good to see him, you know, doing really well for Mitchie at, at Farmer there, mate. And saw Mitchie last night, mate. Nice to see him. Did you see him with that big beard he's got, mate? I, I have seen the beard. In the I didn't actually see him to talk to last night, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It reminds me of um, well, one of those sort of um, uh, American, you know, um, films that you know, out in the wild sort of thing, doesn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. Like Grizzly Adams That's type. it, Grizzly Adams. Yeah, I was trying to remember <laughs> yeah. what he was called. Yeah, Grizzly Adams. It's a bit of a... <laughs> a bit like that, doesn't he? Yeah, old Mitchie ain't been Grizzly lately, mate, has he? Three, three wins out of three, mate. I don't know if he's much to be Grizzly about, mate, yeah. but... But, no, also, no. I don't know whether I should say this, really, but also chatting up your wife on Facebook, I see, as well. So uh, I see that, mate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, lucky I trust him, mate. Yeah, lucky, I tr <laughs> lucky he's a good mate, isn't it? Yeah. Never, never trust a man with a beard like that, I'd say. No, that's true, mate. That's true. He's in disguise, mate, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> no, it suits him, mate. I thought he, I thought he was looking good, mate. Delighted for him, but he's, uh, yeah, top bloke, Mitchie, mate. I'm, you know, like to see form. Well, Formworth, mate. You know what a club at the minute. Thinks they're they're hundred percent all over the shop, aren't they? Yeah. Formworth Town. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So definitely. games coming up on Saturday in the uh, in the West. Uh, well, games to mention are really, uh, I think, really. Well, Led Ledgeman yeah. who lost to Redrich in the week. Uh, they play Sadness yeah. now. That's a top six match. Um, Helston Athletic Reserves. Um, they're going well. They're second in the table at the moment. They're away to Redrich United, and then of course mm. now. Well, I don't know what could happen here today. We're, just been talking about this, you know, super record this yeah. season. They're playing Port Levin reserves, um, who are down in thirteenth yeah. position. So, uh, yeah, you know, that could be a tricky one for the visitors. Um, and yeah. the last one I mentioned really, um, St Ives Town against Hale, bit of a local derby that one. Yeah, uh, good local derby that one, Dick. Yeah, that's right. And neither side have sort of set the world alight so far. So that could no. sort of, you know, kickstart. One of them, perhaps. Uh, still can't get used to seeing mm -hmm. St. Ives down there, played four, uh, lost four at the bottom of the table at the moment. So um, let's see what happens no. there. And I suppose one more mention um, before we leave the Superior League. Truro City Reserves, home to Falmouth Town Reserves. It's going yeah. to be the first home match at Trigai for Truro. They've only played one game so far in the league and uh, lost that one 4-0, I think it was, to Hale. So, oh, no, yeah. 
That's so right, mate. They haven't started so well, so... Um, Good game in mid- next midweek as well, Dix, before we go, mate. Alston Farmer Dicks on... Uh, oh, right, yeah. Yeah, that'll be a good one, won't it? It will be a good one. Wednesday night, is that? Is that Wednesday night? I think, yeah. 7pm, mate. Callaway Port, Alston v Formouth. Right. So, yeah, that'll be a top match as well, I think. Yeah. <laughs> can't, um, can't get used to some of these leagues having midweek games, some of them not. Um, nah. So, yeah, there's another one there in the West on the Tuesday, Mousel against Port Levin. Couple of, <laughs> couple of tough what games for Port Levin, we just. No, I mean, no, no, sorry, just looking at Puff um, Levin Reserves, mate. St. Day away on Saturday and Mosel away on on uh, in midweek weeks, isn't it? It's a pretty, when you're struggling, mate, it's not what you want, is it, really? My you, Mosel's development, looking at their, they played three, they've won one, drawn one and lost one. Only scored yeah. two goals. <laughs> so, uh, they, they really, mate? Yeah. Can't they? Oh, yeah. They've got Garen's James as well up front, Deeks, haven't they? Well, he's obviously not scoring at the moment, by the looks of things. No. <laughs> not like him, mate, to draw a blank. Mate, he's usually worth a goal or two. Well, here's Garrett's. the question. Here's your $50 million question for this week. Come on, mate. One man has actually scored their two goals this season. Who might it be? Oh, I think I might know this, Deeks. I think I might know this. So, uh it is Garen's, isn't it? They, they beat <laughs> yes. Ludgeon two. Yeah, that's it. Man. They beat Ludgeon two one digs, didn't they? Yes, it is. Yeah, so. that's right. Uh, yeah, I remember that one. It's probably about a month ago now, though, isn't it? Oh, I don't know when it was now, but um, yeah, it's that long? easy. Anyone would uh, any goals? So yeah, yeah. Just looking Crikey. through the players that have appeared for them this season, Jordan Adlard played for them this season. So. Yeah. Alex Ross, that's right, was mate. he the, the striker that was at Pendine? Yeah, that's it, Deeks. Yeah, I noticed he scored for Resurgent last week, mate, Alex. So, All right. well, I don't played, know who he's playing for full-time. He's, he's played twice for Maisel, uh, ah, right. second team, development team, new, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Tyler Tompkins is the name from the kind of youth. Oh, Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Tyler, mate. Yeah. Good player. They got that lad as well, Teeks. Remember that? Uh, he's the other lad up front, mate. We watched the Junior Cup final, mate, when... Um, Fitchett? When uh, Hale. Mike, that's it, Deeks. Michael, Michael Fitchett, isn't it, mate? Yeah. Remember, we, we was quite impressed with him on the day, mate, weren't we, against, against Foxholes? Yeah. You know, because he was playing against Wets, mate, wasn't he? He was an accomplished defender. He had quite a good game, didn't he? A tall, tall thin lad, Deeks, wasn't he? Yeah. scored the second goal, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's only a so they got players that can score goals. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is he, mate? Yeah. Yeah. So they've got goal scorers there, I think, haven't they? Probably, you know, just not happening. Maybe Puff Levin's the game for a mate to sort of kickstart their season. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of kickstarting going on this weekend, isn't there? We've... Yeah, there is, isn't there, mate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Well, we've, of course, got John Colenso again, this time talking about the East Cornwall Premier League. So in the East Cornwall Premier League this week, uh, we had the first round of the Clive Rosevier Insurance League Cup. Um, the first game was St. Teth 5 against Newquay 2. Um, St. Teth with Thomas Treverton amongst the goal scorers. I think um, the legend Ian Treverton is now joint manager for them. So that's his son scoring the goal for them. And on the Newquay side, it only shows 10 men on the full-time website. I hope that's not the case, but uh, I know there's been a lot of trouble trying to get players registered 
um, onto the team sheets. So whether they've just had a problem there or not, I'm not sure. And then the game of the day, I would have said, um, St Newland East 5, Foxhall 6, which went to extra time with Tyler Cheshire scoring four of Foxhall's six goals. So that was a, a big big win there and a, probably a good game to go and watch with 11 goals shared amongst them. Um, then we had St Blasey 1, 2.3. Kyle Marks and Liam Eddy amongst the St Blasey players. So uh, Tallpoint have done very well there to go to Blaze Park and, and get a 3-1 win and through to the next round with Jack Sharman, uh, Ryan Easterbrook and Jay Hussey with a last-minute penalty to win that game. And then on to the next game, it was Roach 1, Alton on 2. Um, there's no lineup put up for Roach yet. I don't know if they're struggling as well with the full-time website. And Alton on with Josh Smith's Scoring a goal and man of the match. So well done to Alton on there. A 2 1 win. And next game was Marjon 3, St Stephen 0. Um, St Stephen's first game of the season. So it's good to see that they've managed to get a squad together um, and make that game. I see they've got 13 players listed on the full time website. So that's um, that's good for them anyway. At least it gets them started. Um, and obviously, um, week commencing, they've got their first league game. So best of luck to them in that as well. And then the last game was Lou 1, Gunners Lake 5, with Ricky Coton amongst the goal scorers for Gunners Lake. So that sees them through to the next round. And the one league game saw St Clear beating St Member 3-2. Um, really good game to watch. We were 2-0 up being St Clear. Uh, we lost our player manager around the hour mark um, to a bad ankle injury. Um, big centre-back, so it really affected us. We conceded two goals, then St Member coming back at us. But we managed, we were up against it. We were sort of on the ropes a little bit there and struggling, heads down a little bit. But we managed to get a last-minute winner um, and thoroughly deserved in the end. It, we made hard work of it, but uh, I'm really pleased with the lads for coming back and battling and uh, getting the three points for us there. And then being Wednesday tonight, we've got the one game under the lights, St Blasey play against Roach. So uh, that should be quite a good local tie. Um, best of luck to both of them. And then on to Saturday, we finally got a full fixture table coming up with everybody playing. So uh, that's a good thing. We've got St Blasey play against Roach, Alton Nunn against St Stephen. So that's a big uh, big tie for St Stephen, first game of the season. They have to travel to league leaders, Alton Nunn. Gunners Lake against Foxhole. Sounds like a fantastic game coming up as well with uh, second and third place teams playing each other. Then we've got Lou against Newquay Academy, both with very young sides. That should be quite an interesting tie as well. Um, Roach take on Tallpoint third team. And then we've got St Blasey against St Mimver firsts. St Clear against St Teth. That's always a good game. Nice to be able to shake hands with Will Kitto again after his... Um, health scare with the COVID, so it'd be good to see him on the touchline. Um, then we've got Plymouth Marjon play against St Newland East up on the Astro. So that's uh, that's what's happening this weekend in the East Cornwall Premier League. Uh, just a little reminder to everyone that we are still looking for a sponsor for the league, if anyone knows of a company that would be wishing to sponsor us, if they could uh, make contact via the podcast or get hold of Mike Murray, I'm sure we'll be able to point you in the right direction. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. Yeah, one midweek result to bring you that obviously uh, John wasn't able to. It finished St Blasey 3, Roach 2. So Roach still looking for their first win of the season after five league games. Um, so, yeah, he's called Premier League. Still looking for a sponsor as well, Rappo, if you know of anyone that might yeah. be interested. 
Yeah, I suppose there's a sign of the times, Dixit, because like East Cornwall Premier League, mate, it's a, it's a good old league, isn't it? Dixit's it been going a lot of years and, you know, obviously out there, mate, isn't it? In the, in the press and everywhere, mate. It would be a, a, a good league to sponsor for someone, I would think, Dixit, but mm. I suppose times are hard, mate, aren't they, at the minute, maybe, for yeah. a lot of people. And good uh, luck to St. Stephen, yeah. who kick off their season, their league season. Yeah. Uh, they haven't played a league game yet, so... Uh... No, I was thinking that the other day, because I had a quick look at the table, mate, after I listened to the interview, sent through JC's interview, mate, and I had a quick look at the league table, and it seems weird, because everyone's played four and five, mate, and they mostly, yeah. and St. Stephen haven't had a game yet, mate, have they? Yeah. Well, they're, <laughs> St. Stephen are above Lou, uh, and Lou have played six yeah, games, true. so... So uh, that's true. Perhaps we'd be better off yeah. playing any games. They would be relegated, would they? So yeah, the, yeah, that's a fair comment, mate. <laughs> See, Alton and Gunners like doing well, Dick. So they're they're the top three, aren't they? With Foxhall, is it, yeah. mate? Is it the top three? Yeah. yeah. They seem to be leading Which, the way as such, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, John's boys just tucked in behind, mate, didn't they? Yeah. The top. But, but did they beat St Clair? Um, did St Clair beat St Minver twice this week, mate? I noticed. No, it was. I think it was a discrepancy with the result. Um, the score uh, was it? last Saturday was actually St. Clair 3, St. Minver 2, but for a long yeah. time it was appearing as 2 0 somewhere. Um, um, right. I thought it was strange, mate, to play twice in three days or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, ah, yeah. uh, right. Uh, definitely just the once. So. Yeah, that makes sense, though, mate. Makes sense, yeah. that doesn't Yeah. Now, this yeah. week, Rapu. We don't finish yeah. with the East Corner Premier. We actually finish our interviews with a quick visit into the Dutchy League. Um, not often that okay, we have uh, anyone from the Dutchy League on the episode, but uh, we've got someone on. Now, have you ever played in a 9-7 game before? Unbelievable, that digs, wasn't it? When I saw that, mate, I thought it was rugby league had started down here, mate. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Well, one man who has, uh, and we've got him on the podcast, it's Delibol's Sam Turner. Sam, I just had to get you on the podcast after that result last Saturday. It was uh, in the Dutch League Division 2. It finished North Hill 7, Delibol United 9. What on earth is going on? I don't know, mate. I think it was a case that both teams had, neither team had a keeper, really, so any shot on target just about went in. <laughs> Have you ever played in a game like that with a score like that? Not like that, no, never. No, you, you played for the winners. So how did the scoring go? Was it, you know, was it a close affair all the game or what? So we had a man sent off the penalty given away in about the 15th minute and they scored the penalty very early on and then we went straight out the other end and scored and I think we might have gone three or four up after that. Right. And then I think eventually got to seven all, and then we scored two late goals. <laughs> seven all, right? Can you remember who got all the goals? I, uh, I can't remember a few. There was, was an own goal. Right. We had um, a lad called Ben French score a penalty. Um, we had a, a lad on his first game for us score a hat trick, Josh Lowen. Oh right. And then there was Dan Edwards with two. Matt Mountain had one, and Dan Mountain had one. I take it you're going to keep the the debut boy Josh playing. Yeah, hopefully he played quite well. Where's he come from then? He, he's he's li living in Camelford at the minute, so not too far away from us. Yeah. He went to school down here and then moved away, and now he's recently moved back. Right. Oh well, could be a good signing. Hopefully. <laughs> now, be honest though. 
does your defence need tightening up a little bit? I mean, we only had one natural defender in our back four for the game, so... <laughs> <laughs> and the keeper wasn't a goalkeeper as well, so I think we've done all right considering. Right. And is this everyday occurrence or every week occurrence, uh, the Dutchy, you know, the standard you play or what? No, it's not, not normally that many goals. No, but the fact that obviously you haven't got your regular keeper, you've got a defence that don't normally play there. Oh, you know, it, so it, we're normally all right for players, but it just so happens that everyone's out at the same time right. in this game. I think we're struggling again this weekend, but after that we should be all right. So in general, it's not. I mean, I hear you know all over the county, there's clubs that are either folding or they're asking for players. What's it like for Della Bolden? Not too bad by sounds of it. If we got a full squad, then we're, we're normally all right, but it's just getting a full squad every week. We, we do struggle a bit. Last two seasons, we were fine for players. We had too many, if anything, but <laughs> it's, it's almost going the other way now. Yeah. So, you mentioned before we, we started recording this that you've been the manager there. What's your thoughts on the size of the league in the sense that 14 teams in the division, does, is that enough because I guess you're going to have weekends when you haven't got games and then players might just lose interest mightn't they? Well that, that is the trouble you want to keep them playing every week as they do start to lose interest um, I mean it's, it's not too bad L last season we had the um, the cup which yeah. is, was a, like a group stage in the first yeah. first round so we got maybe four extra games a season just from that and then it's progressed obviously as more games again but yeah, it's, it's not as many as we used to but if, with everyone struggling for players, I think that's all you can do really at the minute. Because who's your sort of nearest rival to nick any players off you? I mean, that there was talks of Tintagel folding, they're struggling for players, and yeah. I was hoping to get a few of theirs. Obviously, you don't want to see a local club fold, but I think we'd get a couple of their players if they did. So that's a bit of rivalry, is it, you and Tintagel? There is a bit of rivalry, yeah. My, my boss is actually their captain as well, so there's a bit of rivalry there. <laughs> oh, that's an interesting one. Right. OK, well, North Petherwind reserves uh, this coming Saturday. How's it looking like for that one, then? Uh, yeah, I think we'll be all right. We've got, we've got a small squad again, but I think we, we should, should do all right. We normally do all right against them, so let's hope for a good result. Right, and, and how many goals are we going to see in this game? Uh, at least ten. <laughs> Right. In which net, though? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no, don't say that. Don't say that. Well, but thanks for coming on the podcast anyway, Sam. It's, it's great to hear. Um, well, 7-9. I couldn't believe it when I read it. I, I no. thought for a moment it was a mistake. But, um, yeah, you don't want to play in those sort of games every week, do you? Well, I don't mind if we win. That's true. That's it's very true. It's not good for the heart, but it's quite fun. <laughs> right. Great stuff. Thanks for coming on and good to speak right, to us. Mate. Cheers. Cheers, Bye. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. Right, the Rappo. So that's uh, Sam. One result to look out for this Saturday, I think, is for definite going to be uh, their game against North Petherwin Reserves, isn't it? To see how they uh, get yeah. on in that one. So, um, but what can yeah. you do? No, no defenders, no goalkeeper. <laughs> you know, uh, Sam was centre half, and he's only five foot six. I mean, you know. <laughs> It's a struggle, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. I've never seen a 9 7, have you, Deeks? I've got to be honest. I, no. I mean, right. imagine, mate, imagine being Northfield, Deeks. You score seven at home and you don't win. <laughs> 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 you just scored seven at home and you've lost. Yeah. But 
Uh, and yeah. for, and for um, crazy. And for Della Bowl, Josh Lowen making his debut, scoring a hat trick, and uh, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, good start for him, mate. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> And what I mean, Sam's in an awkward position as well, isn't he? He's all about taking some of the players from T- Tintagel, and his boss is the yeah. captain of Tintagel. So <laughs> won't go down well, mate, will it? <laughs> he, could, he could be sacked very soon, I think. So yeah, definitely, mate. No pay rise anyway this year, Deeks, is it? No, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but, but sending a nice, sending a good lad, Deeks, doesn't he, Sam, mate? I mean, yeah. you know, that's what it's all about, Deeks, isn't it? As long as you're enjoying your football, mate. You know, that's that's what it's all about, really, isn't it, mate? You know, whatever level and whatever the score, mate, you know, it's, it's, it's good to see, Diggs, isn't it? Yeah. Great to see. And, that, and that's what we try and bring across on the podcast. It's, you know, we yeah. all do it because we enjoy it. We get a bit serious about certain things. But, uh, but you know, it, yeah. it's great to be... It's great to actually... I mean, I got in Sam just on the off chance. He probably he's never even heard of me, I expect. But he was more than willing to come on and talk about the game yeah. and that that was absolutely great as far as I'm concerned so thanks Sam for doing that and uh, yeah. well it's good to hear from some of these other leagues that we don't always uh, um, talk yeah. about so much lovely so. yeah well done mate right yeah okay. good thinking to get Sam on Dix good, good thinking. thinking thank you very much Rappo thank you for that it's alright mate <laughs> all right. so uh, that, that's well pretty much it um have you got any other games that you want to mention at all this week? You threw some in at the end of last week, some games that you suggested might be worth watching. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I did, didn't I, Deeks? In the um, in the in the well, in the whirlwind sports, mate, wasn't it? In the yeah, should, should, should we have a little quick look at the yeah, this week? Just to see what's happening, mate. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably be going to a a whirlwind sports um, fixture on Saturday, Deeks, because. Uh, Ben's hopefully playing for Kararak at Probus, mate. So, oh, yeah. so I thought I'd go and have a look at. Yeah, that's it, mate. That's what I thought. I think um, I think Ben's going to come up and stay, mate, on Friday night, and you know we'll have a pre-match fry up in the morning, mate, <laughs> and um, and then take him to Probus, mate. Like you say, Dix, it's uh, only a quarter hour down the road, isn't it? So, yeah. so yeah, so that that sort of made sense, Dix. So I'm hoping there's a ref, mate. I hope they got a ref. Oh and, yeah, you will. Take yeah. your take your boots. You could be called on. Yeah, that's it, mate. Yeah, they're always in the car, Diggs, uh, and and a whistle. To be fair, mate, I've got me. What's it, mate? What's it? You said you mentioned it last week, mate. So the old Thunderer, isn't it, a- mate? What's it called? Acme Thunderer. Yeah, that's Acme right. Acme Thunderer. That's the one. The old metal one. Yeah, that was Diggs, right. wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, that's right, mate. Yeah, but um, yeah, not too many games, mate. Um. And as well, some reason three milestone mornings already been postponed, Diggs, this Saturday. Right. But um Newland non Atletico, they're doing well, Diggs. They got a they got a local derby against Lodgeburn in the in the Premier League, mate, but not too many games I'll to fancy, jump out. I yet, fancy though. that um Troon versus St Just game in the Premier, to be honest. Yeah, is that Saturday, Diggs? I think so, isn't it? Oh, I missed that. Sorry, mate. I was just uh I've, I've just oh, gone on there you, as well, mate. No, you got me thinking. Sorry, but I got. Yeah, yeah, we No, yeah, you're right, mate. Yeah, sorry, mate. I'll, I'll adjust my glasses here in a minute, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a top of the table clash that one, Deeks. Isn't yeah, it? all those suggestions. To be well. fair, running. Well, I say running away with it. Yeah, only played five games, but um, but they yeah. are looking a class above everyone else, aren't they, at the moment? So it'd be they good, good for Trune to win that one to bring him down to earth. Yeah. It would, mate, wouldn't it? It would. Yeah, it would, mate. Yeah, Chasewater, Luggan, mate, in Division 1. 
Um, nothing too much jumping out, Dicks. Sorry, mate. I, I should have prepared myself for this, mate. I should have what about looking at the uh, Cornwall combination? Yeah, we haven't mentioned the co- Tregony, mate. V Formouth United in the in Division um, Two. There, Dix, that's a bit of a trip, isn't it? Who's it? Formouth up to Tregony. Formouth United, mate. Yeah, I suppose that's one of the biggest trips you'd make in that league, isn't it, mate? Wouldn't it be easier Bournemouth? if they just went by sea? Wouldn't it, really? Oh, yeah, over yeah, get on the ferry, mate. The old St Mauls one, mate. It's yeah. next door, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That'd be a good day out for Formouth United, <laughs> wouldn't it? That's a pretty good idea. That is. <laughs> yeah, you can make a right old day out of that one. Yeah, yeah. We haven't mentioned the combo for a week or two, Deeks, have we? So let's have a look, mate. Still, oh no, Ale have gone top now, mate. Resudgeon were top, weren't they, early on? But yeah. Ale top, mate. Penryn second, hundred percent record, Deeks. Good to see. Glenn Patterson doing well there, mate, with the reserves at Penryn. Um, Morning in the top four digs in their first season in the combo. Doing all right, mate. Lizard Argyle digs. Bottom of the league. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lost all five. That's, that's a bit of a shock, mate. A word, for, I suppose, actually, for Helston as well as a club. Um, obviously, yeah. doing well. First team's doing all right in the Western League. Um, second team are doing okay well, more than okay in the Superior West, and their third team, uh, third in the uh, Cornwall Col- combination. So, uh, yeah, actually, you spoke to Richard actually end the last season, Deeks, about it, didn't you? Yeah, you, you had Richard on, didn't yeah, you? And he was, too. They must yeah, have, they must have lost heavily one of their games, mustn't they? Because again, they've played five, they've won four, but their goal record is 15 4, 13 against. No. Right, oh, it was. They, they lost to Ale Diggs 10 3. 10 3 at Ale, mate. What was all that? What was that all about? I'll click on that game a minute, mate. Uh, um, oh, Chris Bullock, mate. Famous name, mate. Perry's boy. Chris, mate. He had a hat trick that night, mate. I do hail on um, top of the league, so I suppose it was all. Yeah, true. Yeah. But even so. Yeah. Bit of a tanking, wasn't it? it they look a decent... Crikey, mate. See, Aoi Adeeks on that day, mate. Their team... I mean, they, they've, they've got Cameron Irish, mate, Danny Ford and Chris Bullock, mate. That's that's a pretty good front <laughs> three, mate, isn't it? That's right. Crikey. Scored some goals yeah. between them. Yeah. Cameron only got one, mate, and Danny didn't score, so... <laughs> Perhaps he's in goal again that night, mate. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> Bless him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, interesting table, mate, isn't it? The, the old combo. Yeah, well, well done to Elston, like you say, Diggs, because not easy being. Well, it's not easy being a second team sometimes, Diggs, is it? Let alone a third team. No, so, right. yeah, well done to Richard and everyone. Wonder everyone if they there, get mate. to play on Callaway Park very often. Yeah, that's true. That's true, mate. Mm-hmm. The pitch next door ain't too bad, Diggs, has it? You seen that one around the back? Yeah. Although I, th- I think it might yeah. be struggling a little bit at the moment because the circus was there recently, wasn't it? So, course it was, yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> wasn't about, mate, would it? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And, uh, well, I got one one game in the Dutchy, Dutchy Division 1 um, East. Uh, Brewer against Dob Wars, I reckon, is, a, again, a, a two teams up towards the top of the table. So I might just yeah. look out for that result to come 5 o'clock. Yeah. Saturday evening. So. One of your old club stakes, isn't it? Doubles. Yes, that's very true. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, I, I forgot things while we was on the combo. We should have mentioned, mate. Um, congrats to Pending, mate, shouldn't we, for their twenty-five grand refurbishment of their dressing rooms and oh, yeah. clubhouse and that, Dix, isn't it? It's nice, nice news to see, Dix, wasn't it? People, you know, improving their uh, facilities. Yeah, because, always good to hear. Yeah, because uh, what's that for? That's for new changing rooms, is it, or what? Yeah. I've, yeah, apparently, mate, I think it's, it's well, both changing room sticks are going to have new showers in, you know, four four shower heads in each changing room, mate, with the old push-button showers, mate. So okay. all the mod cons, mate, cause like someone said, mate, I think their changing rooms have been there since the mid-60s, and, you know, they've got a hole or two in the roof, I think, Dick, so... I think it's been a couple of electrocutions down there, mate. <laughs> or was that some no, justice? That was just, we used to flick yeah. in the shower and get an electric shock at the same time, wasn't it? So. That's it, mate. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember seeing a couple of electric shocks down to just, mate, yeah. don't you? you always, I'm sure they've done it on purpose, yeah, don't you, mate? It was always interesting to see any new player that hadn't played there before. Yeah. You know, everyone else would stand back and wait for them to turn the showers on. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, those youngsters won't get that these days, Dick, will they? <laughs> yeah, that's right. All, all, all the joys we had, mate. All yeah. the joys we had. But um, yeah, no, no, yeah, good, good to hear, Dick, isn't it? Well done, pending, mate. Yeah, right. Nice to see them. So, just well, for, I think you've already told me to be honest. So you're probably off to Probus against Carrot. You said, are you? Yeah, I think so, Dick. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully Ben's playing, mate. So um, yeah, he's had a bit of a sore leg, mate. But hopefully he can. Play some part of it, Dick. So it's my first ever club, Probus, mate. Probus under nine. So <laughs> always like, you know, nice going out there, Dick. So always good to see. Nice little ground, actually, Probus, Dick. So I like. You pl ever played at Probus, mate? I played there, yeah, but I can't remember how you get there now, to be honest. But um, you... yeah, it's just up through the village, really, Dick. Is up there on the, right the left hand side? Oh, left. Uh, yeah, left, mate, yeah. It's opposite the doctors up there, mate, in Probus. Oh, right. Yeah up past the shop, sort of turn right before you go around the corner, and then it's just up on the left, mate. Nice little ground it is. Mm -hmm. Sort of nice, compact little ground it is, really, Dicks. Mm -hmm. Probably like East Cornwall League standard, mate, you know, or, or combo. If they ever wanted to go up again, I would have thought yeah. not, well, it's not a problem. Well, presumably that was where they played when they were in the East Cornwall Premier, was it? Yeah, yeah, it was, Dicks. Yeah, that ground's been there for years, mate, so... Mm -hmm. Well, it must be if I was under nines, mate. I'm a, I'm a relic, Diggs, aren't I? So, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty old, bro. <laughs> right. Well, whilst you're off to Probus, um, I'm Helston just seem to have home Saturday games for some reason at the moment because I'm there. Yeah. Um, commentating for Helston against uh, Cainton, commentating for Peer and Films. So, uh, well, a nice one, mate. They yeah. they played um they only they beat Kensham the other week, Deeks, didn't they? Away up there on was they got three G pitch, Deeks, didn't they? Kensham, yeah, that's didn't they? right. It was uh, yeah three two, I think, wasn't it? So um, three two, yeah. Ah. hopefully Alton will get another three points, mate. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I I reckon they've got to be on for it. I mean, Kensham have struggled a bit lately. Uh, they've well, yeah. they beat Bridport six two, but then everyone beats Bridport, but yeah, uh, but. Uh, they had a good start to to the season, but in the last what six games they've only won one game. So, um, mm. so let's hope yeah. that continues. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly, mate. Austin could go second, Deeks, if the other results go their way, mate, on Saturday. 
That'd be good, mate. That'd be good. Salt ash up the fifth. That actually beats us looking right, really, mate, isn't it? You know, Alston fourth, salt ash fifth. You know, Mosul and obviously, you know, played a lot less games than everyone else. Pretty confident they'll climb up the table, mate, into that top ten. I swear. It'd be nice if Millbrook could sort of beat Clevedon, mate, at the weekend, wouldn't it? Diggs, move them up a couple of words, yeah. you know. Well, points, if not places, isn't it? That's what they need. Up. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true, mate. They still get the points. No. Again, you know, they haven't played so many games, have they, because of cup commitments and whatever. No. So. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So there we yeah. go. And yeah. also the Western League, well, they're, they're, they've stopped for the moment with their midweek matches. So, um, so it'll give their lads a bit of a break because I think uh, they've, they've all been sort of, well... Yeah, the sort of Saturday midweek, Saturday midweek, haven't they? So, uh, yeah, Dane will be happy with that, mate, won't he? He'll be pleased to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> he was struggling, wasn't it, with, with squad boys, wasn't he, with injuries and stuff? So, yeah, yeah, nice to just go Saturday to Saturday, mate, wasn't it, for a little while. Well, I know someone who suggested there should be Thursday evening games. What a nutcase he was, Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just think it'd be good, mate, in the Peninsula League. Dicks, don't you? I know Phil will probably listen to this, mate, and he'll be shaking his head, won't he? Maybe. Just like, <laughs> thinking, what a, what a buffoon. Does he realise? But... Does he realise? Does Rappo realise what is involved yeah. in all this? Yeah, I know, mate. Yeah. I probably haven't got a clue, mate, of what Phil goes through, mate. To, <laughs> to, uh... I did feel for him the other night, mate, didn't you, when that mist started to descend on Bickland, I thought... <laughs> Floodlights yeah. were looking lovely, but now we got mist yeah, coming down. Like. That's right. But um, no, I just think it'd be nice for the club's coffers, Deeks, and I'd definitely go and watch the Thursday night game, Deeks, wouldn't you? If I mm. if I want work it, mate, I think I'd like that. Yeah. Thursday night, mate. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Well, if if, yeah. if anyone does want to get in touch with us to say what a stupid idea that was, a rappers, yeah. don't forget you can uh, you can contact us <laughs> on Twitter um, at Soccer Podcast uh, Rappers. Uh, what are you again, rapper? Yeah, at Mark Rapsy one Deeks. <laughs> at Mark Rapsy one You can email me, Dave Deacon at CornishSoccer.info and uh, get in touch with us about anything you like, basically, and uh, we'll give it a mention or um, if it's something you feel we can, you can add to the podcast, do so. That's what we, uh, we want to know. So uh, in the meantime, rapper, I'm going to say it. Yeah, we're out of time. Yeah, good to speak to you as always, Dicks. And uh, everyone, thanks for listening, everyone. And enjoy, you know, wherever you go on Saturday at whatever standard. And I hope you see a few goals at your match. But not 16, Dicks. Not a 9-7. <laughs> not a 9-7. No, that's right. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Yeah. thanks very much, everyone. Cheers, Dicks. Have a nice weekend, everyone. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Your Cornish Soccer Podcast.